Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. Good evening. How are you? Welcome to the Hideout Mixtapes here on Real Radio 104.1. We're doing mixtapes tonight. The guys decided to take Memorial Day off. So it's me, your host for the evening, uh, Mad Matthew Irvin, Mad Matt Mateo, whatever you want to call me. Stuck here with the two interns, C Lane and uh, was it Jack Napier in there? Yes. What, what was his uh, special name back there the other night? Uh, Milton. Milton. Milton Napier back there. Well, we're not calling him Milton. <laughs> he hates Get it. on the mic and don't mouth it. <laughs> you. I hate him already. I want to throw... If, if I didn't think this pen would bounce back at me through the uh, three feet uh, worth of glass in front of me, I'd throw it at him. <laughs> Just reach over and hit him with your gigantic hand there, C-Lane. Oh! It turns fighting already. Why are you... Don't. I, I, look, I know I'm the babysitter tonight. i got to take care of you guys. I, I don't want to deal with it. Oh. 4791610401 toll free 8889781041 if you want to request anything out of us tonight we're doing hideout mixtapes and the uh, live show will be back tomorrow night uh we got a couple prizes right in there yeah we got a couple things to give away we'll get to that a little later yeah we'll make up some games or something to uh throw around and let you guys call in and win up some stuff so we'll get into that in a little bit let's uh start with uh chunks's college audition tapes here on the Hideout Mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. Dubs, let's talk about the Chunks uh, tapes. Yeah, we have the uh, Chunks tapes from WGMU over uh, George Mason University right by Washington, D.C., where Chunks spent six and a half years trying to get a degree in radio. <sighs> That's sad. Um, all right, six and a half years getting a comm degree. Yeah. So uh, I have about nine tracks from Chunks' uh, air checks. We're going to do four today, five tomorrow. Oh, nice. We're going to split these up into two days. They're that good, and they can be used uh, uh, now, more n- than once. Now, should we set the standard with the Hooch College tapes? Okay, yeah, we can play the Hooch College tapes. And I just want you to compare and contrast. I think Hooch is infinitely better than what Chunks was. Hooch, our former intern in the hideout. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, are we done looking for interns? Is no one else wow you, Chunks? Not really. All right, it's just Gibbs, then. Yeah. Gibbs, the pressure's on you, my friend. He's got a lot of work. (laughs) Welcome. You're going to see why Putin's ready to kill himself. Uh, All right, here's Hooch's uh, take. Welcome back. That was the new stuff from the Suicide Machines. And before that was some MU330, some more of that dog... And I played Biz at the top of that set. Um, they're one of my favorite bands as well, and I'm sad that they're no longer together. Up next, I've got some new Dillinger Escape Plan, some new Not a Surf, which I'm stoked on, <laughs> and some new Against Me. They played here on Sunday. It was an amazing show, apparently. Mm-hmm. I did not go. I missed out. But, uh, yeah. 
that's some new Dropkick Murphys, some new Death Cab for Cutie, and I've got about a half hour left. So if you want to hear something, give me a call. The number here is 407-646-2915, or you can log online at WPRKDJ.org, where you can uh, chat online and request songs and also watch the playlist as it goes up, and you can also listen online. So once again, the number is 407-646-2915. And that was Hooch from her uh, former intern, her uh, college radio show. You know, I have all my college radio tapes. Let me find them. Really? And we can bring them. I have all my old stuff. I don't keep anything. When I was Maverick at Mix 100, when I was Alex Cruz, and then El El Jefe in the Edge Zone, too. I got all that. Nice. All right, Matt Albert's wondering if the crackling in the background is the popcorn she was making. <laughs> <laughs> right in the stovetop. <laughs> Chunks, you are no better than Hooch right now. Yeah. Actually, I'd say you're a little worse. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Chunks talking about the morning. Just the morning. I'm on WGMU, George Mason University's radio station. All right, hold up. Pause Turn around the world on WGMU. All right. What the hell's in your throat? Did you, you just get done with a man day? I think I had a cold. Kind of like I do. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. I think he was actually trying to sound oh, is that your, radio. Is that your radio voice? No. <laughs> I had oh, a cold. Oh, my God. How about a little energy? Eh. What Talk is with this? a smile. Is this an ass. overnight shift? No, it was kind of late at night, though. I think it was probably like 12. Good. They need to bury you in the middle of the night. I was. I was in a little room. All right, let's hear it. GMURadio.com, Mason Cable <laughs> Channel 22. All right, hold on, pause it. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing his Harvey Vi Fire State impression. Are yeah? Are you sitting on the pot trying to poop? <laughs> <laughs> My voice is bad at the time. Here's a question. Is your radio partner Kyle in your throat? <laughs> this is pre-Kyle days. Mm. Oh, that's right. You, yes. you added Kyle and kicked it up a notch. <laughs> oh, my God. This is awful already. <laughs> All right. We got to keep on going, though. I'm sorry. Go ahead. AM 650. <laughs> now, some of you have asked me. Al, do you mean 6.50 in the morning? And I say, oh, God, no. <laughs> I didn't even know that 6.50 in the morning existed. Oh, God, no. In fact, I didn't even know there was a morning until my neighbor told me. Yeah, get this. He said, I go to work in the morning. <laughs> well, after consulting Webster's Dictionary for the definitions of the word work and morning, I decided, no way, not for me. I'll just play hits. Speaking of which, Andrew W.K., up next on WGMU, Future of Music. Now. Was that like a bad segue? That was a very bad segue and a very bad pre-thought-out bit that he tried to pull off there that didn't even sound. Let me ask you, did you have it, did you write out, were you reading what you, like, did you write it out? No, not at this point. Uh, It was a little later on where I decided I had to write down kind of what it is I wanted to say and not just spout out random crap. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. These are the Chunks College Tapes. All right, the next one. Hold on, Deuce Chills got something. And All that right. line about I never knew the morning existed, everyone uses that and it sucks. I've never used it. I've never even heard that before. That. All right, well, Matt Albert it. says he sounds like he has bedhead and he's wearing slippers. Deuce uh, Chills. What's that head going on? Oh, my God. 
Uh, Matt Albert goes, he had to listen to this all the way from Sanford to Orlando without laughing in his car. <laughs> I guess when y'all were coming in from the auto train. Why would you play this for anybody voluntarily? Hey, I want you to hear my college tapes. I, I, don't, think, I don't think I play this one, and I didn't want to listen to him talking, and the car only has like a tape player. So buy a regular tape. My Lauren buy Hill. slippery one wet. Do something. I got a Lauren slippery Hill tape. Wet. <laughs> I got a Lauren Hill tape, but it's kind of worn out. All right, here, let's do the next. All one. right, the next one's a weather read, and uh, well, just listen to it. Hang ups on WGMU, George Mason University's. You're so high. Station. Hold on. You're so, you're so high. Mm-hmm. He has to be stoned. He sounds dumber than normal. WGMU. I had a cold, man. It's like what, PCU? Was that the name of that stupid yeah. movie? Everybody gets laid. <laughs> okay, I say nope to dope. Shut the are, hell up. Are I you wish... about to go uh, to a party where P-Funk's playing? I wish you'd OD. WGMURadio.com. It warmed up a little bit today. Tomorrow will be warmer. <laughs> Highs in the mid to upper 70s. And the weekend is threatening clouds and maybe some rain, but that doesn't matter because football is on. Football, yeah! <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Time is 8.20. Now here's the lemons on WGMU. Future of music now. Okay, uh, this is our executive producer. I'm yeah. so ashamed. This, this is way the... back in the day, man. This No, this, this was, was two, two years thousand... ago. This is 2003. Two years, two months ago. It's getting warmer. Chunks is getting dumber. That's what it should have said in the forecast. Or, I'm sorry, Big Al. That's right. All right, and Tommy brings up a good point. That Chunks was infinitely stupider when we first met him. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened with him. Right now in the middle of the uh, Chunks college tapes from his days at George Mason University. And this is just the first leg of them. We'll have uh, a bunch more tomorrow. And I kind of consider these ones the warm-ups. The actual big game is tomorrow. All right, well, let me hear the rest of these initial, the appetizers, then. All right, these ones uh, are talking about Thanksgiving. WGMU, George Mason University's radio station. I'm Al, and I mentioned the fact that Thanksgiving is coming up soon. And I don't know about you, but sometimes my family likes to break tradition, and we all go out to eat. You know, you go out, uh, get a little festive, tell jokes. You know, everything goes real nice, right? Until you got that little kid that comes in at the table next to you and starts screaming. Well, my friends, I have a little remedy um, for that little problem. What I like to do is this. When the kid's uh, not looking at me, I take a scoop of the mashed potatoes, you know, that they put on the plate, and I haul it at that little brat full speed. The kid shuts up like that. Catch 22 in a few. Thank you, Speaker On WGMU, future music, now. This is Andrew Bird. Shock jock. Shock jock. I'm shock throwing jock. mashed potatoes at children. Look out, I'm wacky Nunu. WGM, screw you, man. Mm. WGM, screw you. That is just awful, yeah. 
that, yeah, well. Now, do you give out the uh, the uh, actual phone numbers for the Planned Parenthoods when you're doing this abortion? <laughs> Some people would call it entertaining. In Ooh. a bad way. In a very, very bad way. I guess it's entertaining now. Uh-huh. To, you know what I want you to do? I need you to talk to Catherine and Dan. I want you to do a weekend shift here. Really? That'd be great. I want you to come in and spend some of the real radio week uh, music weekends. Actually, I, we need you guys to go, go in the archiver from this uh, past weekend and get the call-ins from Chunks out uh, doing his uh, live appearance. Oh, really? Yeah, I've heard. I wish you had smothered yourself with the mashed potatoes. <laughs> it looks like you had about seven helpings. Mm, thanks. If you threw some at the kid, maybe you'd lose some weight. Burn a little Bad calories. Bastard. All right, what's the next one? The next one's another Thanksgiving one. This is actually stuffing humor. on WGMU, heard around the world on WGMURadio.com, Mason Cable Channel 22, and soon AM650. Now, thank you. <laughs> oh, nice. Up, Congratulations. I've been reminiscing over Thanksgiving anecdotes, and I find it funny how everyone... At least, you know, everyone has one nut in their family that, you know, only seems to come out at Thanksgiving and make Whoa. a fool of himself. You know, you, no one really knows who he's related to. You know, he just eats the food. It's just himself, tells obscene jokes and scares the youngins. Uh, he gets youngins. festive and then he passes out in the neighbor's lawn with his pants off. Yeah. STP <laughs> on WGMU. What the hell? What was the point of that? Nice. Was that a bio? Nice way out of it, too, buddy. I don't know, man. I had to kill time. Why do you need to kill time? Play the song. Uh, yeah. No one cares about your stupid gay uncle. <laughs> Hurt my feelings, you man. You fairy. I hate the term itches himself. No, you you have an itch and you scratch it. Mm -hmm. You don't itch yourself. You scratch yourself. You are itchy. Well, I'm sorry. Apologize to this everyone. This is two years ago, man. This isn't now. I want you to give back your degree. I don't even think my degree's real. There's no way it could be after this. It came in on construction paper. Uh, why is tomorrow? Why are tomorrow's tapes so badass? Uh, tomorrow's tapes. You know, I'm I'm tempted just to play one of them, and we can play it again tomorrow. Uh, you got to give me a tease. All right, play number four, chunks. Oh, all right. <laughs> That was CKY on WGMU, George Mason University's radio station, the future of music now, heard around the world on WGMURadio.com. I was looking at the periodic table of elements earlier, and I was perusing over the numbers. I noticed number 99 is called Einsteinium. Well, after doing extensive research, I found it is highly <laughs> unstable and otherwise a useless element. Shut up! Come so on. are you. You're I a very useless element. Pompous, if you ask me. Ooh, look at me. I'm a genius. Yeah, all right, you know, get over it. <laughs> Pull I that. I came up with that slogan in the beginning of the show, and that's pure gold right there. All right. Incubus on WGMU. Future music now. And I'm sure all the scientists are gathering around now saying, hey, we... We gotta do something about this Einstein, Einsteinium. I heard this retard talking on WGMU, taking him down a few pegs. Doing comedy from the periodic uh, table of elements. Well, I, Good I, Putin humor. I just came from like science, and my book was out there, and I had nothing to say, so I figured I'd. Then try don't that. say anything at all. Yeah. Does he get graded on these? Yes. 
What? I have audio grades from his teacher on everything, mostly tomorrow's stuff, and that last break we just heard. All right, so we're going to play these and then be able to hear the grades from the teacher? Mm-hmm. F. Uh, if only. Please don't tell me he got above a C. I'm not going to tell you anything. You son of a bitch. I will do that tomorrow. All right, let's take a break and come back. It's a Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. And this is just the first leg of them. We'll have uh, a bunch more tomorrow. And I kind of consider these ones the warm-ups. The actual big game is tomorrow. All right. Well, let me hear the rest of these initial, the appetizers then. All right. These ones uh, are talking about Thanksgiving. WGMU, George Mason University's radio station. I'm Al. And I mentioned the fact that Thanksgiving is coming up soon. And I don't know about you, but sometimes my family likes to break tradition, and we all go out to eat. You know, you go out, uh, get a little festive, tell jokes. You know, everything goes real nice, right? Until you got that little kid that comes in at the table next to you and starts screaming. Well, my friends, I have a little remedy um, for that little problem. What I like to do is this. When the kids are not looking at me, I take a scoop of the mashed potatoes, you know, that they put on the plate, and I haul it at that little brat full speed. The kid shuts up like that. Catch 22 in a few. Thank you, Speaker On WGMU, future music, now. This is Andrew Bird. Shock jock. Shock jock. I'm throwing mashed potatoes at children. Look out, I'm wacky noo-noo. WGM, screw you, man. WGM, screw you. That is just awful. Yeah. Man. <laughs> that, yeah well. Now, do you give out the uh, the uh, actual phone numbers for the Planned Parenthoods when you're doing this abortion? <laughs> Some people would call it entertaining. In a bad way. In a very, very bad way. I guess it's entertaining now. Uh huh. Two, you know what I want you to do? I need you to talk to Catherine and Dan. I want you to do a weekend shift here. Really? That'd be great. I want you to come in and spend some of the real radio week uh, music weekends. Actually, I, we need you guys to go, go in the archiver from this uh, past weekend and get the call-ins from Chunks out uh, doing his uh, live appearance. Oh, really? Yeah, I've heard. I wish you had smothered yourself with the mashed potatoes. <laughs> it looks like you had about seven helpings. Mm, thanks. If you threw some at the kid, maybe you'd lose some weight. Burn a little Bad calories. <laughs> All right, what's the next one? The next one's another Thanksgiving one. This is actually stuffing humor. on WGMU, heard around the world on WGMURadio.com, Mason Cable Channel 22, and soon AM650. Now, thank you. Oh, nice. Congratulations. I've been reminiscing over Thanksgiving anecdotes, and I find it funny how everyone, at least, you know, everyone has one nut in their family that, you know, only seems to come out at Thanksgiving and make a fool of himself. You know? That's you, Chuck. No one really knows who he's related to. You know, he just eats the food, itches himself, tells obscene jokes, and scares the youngins. 
He gets Youngin. festive and then he passes out in the neighbor's lawn with his pants off. Yeah. STP <laughs> on WGN. <laughs> what the hell? What was the point of that? Nice. Was that a bio? Nice way out of it, too, buddy. I don't know, man. I had to kill time. Why do you need to kill time? Play the song. Uh, yeah. No one cares about your stupid gay uncle. <laughs> Hurt my feelings, you man. Fairy. I hate the term itches himself. No, you you have an itch and you scratch it. Mm -hmm. You don't itch yourself. You scratch yourself. You are itchy. I'm sorry. Apologize to everyone. This is two years ago, man. This isn't now. I want you to give back your degree. I don't even think my degree's real. There's no way it could be after this. It came in on construction paper. Uh, why is tomorrow? Why are tomorrow's tapes so badass? Uh, tomorrow's tapes. You know, I'm I'm tempted just to play one of them, and we can play it again tomorrow. Uh, you got to give me a tease. All right, play number four, chunks. Oh, all right. <laughs> That was CKY on WGMU, George Mason University's radio station, the future of music now, heard around the world on WGMURadio.com. I was looking at the periodic table of elements earlier, and I was perusing over the numbers. I noticed number 99 is called Einsteinium. Well, after doing extensive research, I found it is highly <laughs> unstable and otherwise a useless element. Shut up! Come so on. are you. You're I a very useless element. I'm pompous if you ask me. Ooh, look at me. I'm a genius. Yeah, all right, you know, get over it. <laughs> Pull I that. I came up with that slogan at the beginning of the show, and that's pure gold right there. All right. Incubus on WGMU. Future Music Now. And I'm sure all the scientists are gathering around now saying, hey, we... We gotta do something about this Einstein, Einsteinium. I heard this retard talking on WGMU, taking him down a few pegs. Doing comedy from the periodic uh, table of elements. Well, Good I, Putin humor. I just came from like science, and my book was out there, and I had nothing to say, so I figured I'd. Then try don't that. say anything at all. Yeah. Does he get graded on these? Yes. What? I have audio grades from his teacher on everything, mostly tomorrow stuff, and that last break we just heard. All right, so we're going to play these and then be able to hear the grades from the teacher? Mm hmm F. Uh, if only. Please don't tell me he got above a C. I'm not going to tell you anything. You son of a bitch. I will do that tomorrow. All right, let's take a break and come back. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Kimmy... And Kat, the hideout massage therapist, are in here. Doing an excellent job. I mean, seriously, is this the life or what? Yeah, just sitting here making fun of chunks and getting a massage. While hot chicks are touching us. Mm -hmm. He may have gotten a couple of Ds. <laughs> chunks. That's uh. from Hideout Black Cat. It's a Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hideout Mixtapes. I am Matthew Irvin, Mad Mavateo, if you want to be uh, special about it. I'm, I want to uh, be special about it. I'm babysitting C-Lane and uh, Milton Jack Napier in there. Uh, I love the duties on this lovely Monday Memorial Day. Ah, oh. you love duty. All right. I want, you know what? i got to ask you something, C-Lane. Yes. Now, we all know you do the uh, Sing Bitch on the Shannon Burke show on, uh, was it Wednesdays? Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Uh, why are you an intern? 
I don't know. I have to uh, I have to do uh, an internship as my requirements for college, so I figured I'd do something where I'd have fun. Yeah. Well, so what is your like? What do you want to end up doing overall in radio? Uh do you have I, a goal, or are you just kind of free winging it? I haven't even decided on radio yet, although uh, I do like it here. But uh, originally, I was in school for broadcasting in the TV section. What school? Valencia. Oh, you went, you did the community college thing? Yes. I did the community college thing, and I got to tell you something. Uh, if anybody ever tells you that it's the easier way to go, and uh, you know it's a better choice for you, uh, they're lying. Hated every minute of it. Aww. I hated every minute of community college. Where did you go to community college? SEC. <laughs> I hated every single minute of it. Sweet. Yeah. So we're back into the hideout mixtapes here. Uh, more of Chunk's college audition tapes. And uh, I thought it'd be a nice segue for us to talk about our college. Yes. Uh, That's good radio thinking, Mad Matt. You like that? I like it. It's uh, it's me uh, becoming a better broadcaster. <laughs> we all have other jobs to do here at Real Radio. So we all come together here in the hideout on... Uh, this lovely Monday night where little, it's just... Little second string. Little, little second string. Little B-squad. Stay tuned, everybody out there. We've got more um, prizes and stuff to give away later. I still have to figure out how we're going to do that. 407-916-1041. Toll-free, 888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless. Please call up and just bug the living hell out of Jack Napier over there. <laughs> He's been here since 5 o'clock sweating in the office because if anybody's listened before, they know here at the Clear Channel Compound... They shut off the A.C. on weekends and holidays, so it's a nice, balmy 98 degrees in there. Nice little sauna. Yeah, so uh, please call him and nag him. So let's get back into the Hideout Mixtapes here on Real Radio 104.1. That was CKY on WGMU, George Mason University's radio station, the future of music now, heard around the world on WGMURadio.com. I was looking at the periodic table of elements earlier, and I was perusing over the numbers. I noticed number 99 is called Einsteinium. Well, after doing extensive research, I found it is highly unstable and otherwise a useless element. Einsteinium. Come on. Einstein's becoming a little pompous, if you ask me. Ooh, look at me. I'm a genius. Yeah, all right, you know, get over it. I came up with that slogan at the beginning of the show, and that's pure gold right there. All right. Incubus on WGMU. Future music now. Wow. There's chunks throwing the fists, throwing the bows at uh, Einstein, taking him down a few pegs. Sounding really smart while he's doing it. Chunks, the last of a dying breed. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. Half and dubs on a uh, Friday night. Be somebody. 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular birthday. <laughs> what the singular hell? wireless phone? It's... I have a I have a the birthday on my mind. Um. All right. So chunks. Those were your college tapes from two years ago. Unfortunately, yes. And. What do you think? Uh, what do you think so far? Now, what do we have? Last week we or yesterday we played a whole bunch of them. Yeah, we played uh, some of his uh, anecdote on how he doesn't believe in the morning, even though there's all those facts and figures out there that it exists. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a weather read where he was very excited about football going on this weekend, and a few Thanksgiving stories. Anecdotes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's next, then, for the Chunks College Day? All right, uh, in that last clip, you heard him mention that uh, he came up with uh, – 
his slogan at the beginning of the show, and it was pure gold. Do you remember that part? Yes. This is the slogan he came up with that he calls pure gold. WGMU, George Mason University's radio station. Heard around the world on WGMURadio.com. I'm Al. Let's start it off. WGMU, oh yeah. WGMU, oh yeah. WGMU, yeah. You like that? That's my little slogan. What? I came up with that bad boy all by myself. I got a million of them. My mind's always cranking, baby. Cranking. I'm sharp. <laughs> like one of those things that's sharp. You know. Anyway, I got hits for you. Pearl Jam, Rob Zombie, The Donnas. Right now it's 8 o'clock. Let's get cranking. You got hits, Pearl Jam, Rob Zombie, is it 93? Our um, CD... Or 2003. Our CD library was a little limited. Jurassic 5, let's get rocking. Hey. I got all the hits for you. Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix. We didn't have any of that. Pink Floyd. Kind of just had the CDs that... Wasn't um, the whole thing the future of music right now? Yeah. And you're playing songs from ten years ago? Yeah, well, you know, it's a conceptual thing. All right, so your lingo was uh, WGMU. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on, that was good. No, it wasn't. It was the worst thing ever. It's catchy. Now, tonight, does he get his grade? Is that what happens? Yes, uh, we're going through the tracks, and the last track we'll listen to uh, tonight is the grade that the professor laid down for him. All right, what's the next one we got then? The next one we got is a weather read done by him, uh, and it's it's incoherent and terrible. All right, let's hear this. WGMU, George Mason University's radio station. Heard around the world on WGMURadio.com. Here's what I think, though. You should be a morning man because you're just bubbling with energy. Yeah, I mean, I think either you should be on the morning or just switch a little bit to decaf because you got way too much energy. David Lee who? Well, I would, I would definitely give Chunks a show a shot before David Lee. Yeah, That's... over any of them who are taking over. I like I Mojo say, and Weasel myself. I will say you have talent as opposed to others. I'm Al, and it's raining outside, and kids keep walking past the studio. It looks like they just and you got want to back touch from the water park. Uh, tomorrow, oh, it's going to be real nice. Partly cloudy, gusty winds, high of 60. Weekend looks nice. It's a mix of sun and clouds. I like that. Sounds kind of like a cocktail drink. A mix of sun and clouds garnished with a high around 60. Uh, if you want to request a song, call me up at 703-993-4162. Or if you just want me to stop telling my jokes and you want to tell me that, you can call that number two if you <laughs> want. Okay. Chemical Brothers. <laughs> what the hell? GMU. Okay. Future Music Now. Chemical Brothers, Future Music Now. Again, the Chemical Brothers. If you want to come up here and uh, violate me sexually and uh, get this radio rape off the air, Okay. Is that what, was that the name of your show, Radio Rape? No, nah, man, we couldn't use that word. Venezia's Radio Rape? No. Nah. The, the Fist of Radio? I think it was just called uh, Al, the Al Show. And then <laughs> later on, you know, Kyle I got a great me. show name for you, Force Sodomy. Because this is what it feels like. <laughs> that's a little... Uh, WSOD. That's a little mean, man. You know, it's in my early days. Welcome to the Al Be Terrible Show. <laughs> yeah. I was in my youth. Two years 
minutes ago. You moron? Technically, like three today. Oh, boy. Yeah. Take it back. No, it's two years and two months ago, not technically three. Well, I was a different age then, though. I was only uh, 20. You were 22, yeah. but you're about to be 23. Was this in the fall semester? Yeah, this was in October. Yeah. You guys were in the big ratings period, so you're pulling out all your A material. Well, That's yeah, right. I mean, you have to uh, prep very long and hard to make a antidote and you know about what pisses me off? a mix of uh, garnishments. and. What pisses me off even more, have you heard him do the weather here? He hasn't gotten any better. He's gotten worse. No, <sighs> oh, man, I got highs and lows. Shut the hell up. What's hey. the next one? All right, the next one is actually his final track. On this uh, desk of actually him talking, and he completely messes the bed. On uh, you know this has happened to everybody in radio, where you're working with CDs, you have a CD in that you just came out of, and you totally forget to put the next CD in, and all you have is the same song in the CD player that you last played. <laughs> I just laugh so hard because we've all been there. But we usually are able to handle it, whether it be, you know, you play a liner for the station or something, get your stuff together, or you're able to improvise. Chunks completely loses it. Oh, WGMU, radio station. Heard around the world on WGMURadio.com. And that's just such an enlightening and... Upbeat song, but like you. if you would like to enlighten yourself, George Mason University, uh, the School of Law, is uh, pulling a little event. So if you're still upset about the 2000 presidential election and you're not sure how the outcome was decided, George Mason University School of Law is holding a lecture on the Supreme Court case Bush versus Gore. Lectures being hosted by University of Chicago Law School Judge Richard A. Posner. All are welcome, and the event is free. And this event's being held on Monday, November 24th, 2003. I can tell you're excited about it. 4.30 to 5.45 p.m. on the Arlington campus. Arlington 1, the James Buchanan Center. For more information, contact the James Buchanan Center at 703-993-2330. More hits like Campfire Girls on WGMU. Future music now. You moron! Hold on. Something takes a part of me. <laughs> <laughs> Out of you idiot! Oh my god! Alright, 407-916-1041, Great chunks. Now, as it turns out, our very own Mad Matt Mateo, heretic turned heretic collector here at Clear Channel, is the program director of the radio station at the University of Central Florida. Oh, really? Yeah. That's right. Would you allow this uh, mess on your station? Ah, uh, no. That's terrible. What What was that? Uh, do you Do you get like? Oh, here's the thing. In college radio, mm-hmm. I was badass. As a DJ, DJ Diana Dahmer, and then as a talk show host on Sunday nights, when I did a talk show at the mighty uh, KTXT 88.1 
Lubbock's only alternative. I've always wanted to work at a K. You know? It is kind of, Here's the thing, though. When I was in Texas and I worked at a K station, I always thought it'd be cool to work at a W station. Because on the West, you know, on the West, it's KTXT, KMMX, mm-hmm. KGL. Here, it's all the W's. But, um, Chunks, you were awful. There was no future there. I was a little sick that day. No, you weren't. Yeah. All right, so now we... Now, have... the worst part about this, the absolute worst part about this is that um, he got graded, and uh, we have the professor on tape. I guess he gives an audio grade at the end of the tape that Chunks turns in. So Chunks has the ability to edit whatever he's doing and turn it into the uh, the person he's, that's grading him. So you could have gone back into a production room and made this all nice and neat. Yeah, I guess I could have. That's too lazy. But he gets graded on this, and I want to uh, either open the phone lines, 407-916-1041, star-1041, if you have a singular wireless phone, or just do it around here in the hideout. Uh, we got grade. Some, we got some prizes we can give away. Is it a letter grade? Uh, actually, number. One through 100. What do you think? All right, uh, here's, we'll give it away in blocks. Did he get 100? Mm-hmm. Did he get 99 through 90, uh, 89 through 80, uh, 70 uh, through 79? So we get four callers to guess right now how he did. Or did he fail? We'll even throw out fail. Yeah, and fail will be uh, just a, a blanket one for and wh- anything below whoever 70. correctly guesses his grade will be a winner. And we got all kinds of kick-ass prizes. Guess Chunks' grade. How did he do? How did the uh, professor Think he did. Next uh, in the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. I'm going to look at the phone calls real fast and see what we have, and then we'll uh, get the actual grades. Mark in Metro West, what are you thinking he's going to get? I think he's going to get a 70 to 79. I think that the professor is one of those that as long as you give an effort, you can't fail. All right, hold on. All right, All right let's go to uh, Jake in Winter Springs. What are you thinking, Jake? Yeah, if he gets anything but a failing grade, then the the professor needs to be fired. All right, hold on. You got the uh, F. Ken in Orlando, what do you have? Uh, thinking about it, I think he'd probably get a D because he's not a total failure. <laughs> but at the same time, it's not exactly entertaining. Although, so far as college radio goes, it's about par for the course. All right, fair enough. Uh, Orion in Orlando, what do you think he's going to get? Orion, or is this O-Rage? Hello. Hello. Yeah, what do you got? What are you thinking his grade's going to be? Uh, 90 to 99. All right, he's going to get an A, according to O'Ryan. Right, hold on, buddy. Did no we one... cover all of them? Hey, who's on line two? Do they want to take the B slot? All right. Bad Mofo and Maitland. You're going to go ahead and take the 80 to 89? Yeah, I'll take that. All right, buddy. Hold on a second. All right, let's play the grade that Chunks got from his professor by the way, Chunks graduated George Mason University in Northern Virginia, six and a half years with a communications degree. Let's play the grade. Alex, this was a good tape. Board work is a 22. Uh, you're evening out the levels better. Nice Duke work talking over music. They'll try and not let the uh, music be a little bit higher than your voice. It does sound uh, pretty good. Uh, delivery is terrific at a 23. What? It was great, especially the intro into... Jurassic 5. Also, make sure you have the clothes in the right place. Always keep it at the end. 
content overall very good. 23. Make sure you identify the song before going into weather. And uh, nice bits on Einsteinium and all of that. Are you kidding? Transition into the PSA. Directions 25, grade 93. Oh 93. Oh, my God. They will Orion, get... oh, you're a winner. Hold on, my friend. All right. 90-damn-3. No wonder George Mason is a hack-ass school if you're getting an A. You know, this being a couple years later, Chunks, when you hear him grade you, do you agree with him? Or do you think I, he's lying? No, Because I think he's lying. I think it was a uh, 98. <laughs> You think you were screwed. You think uh, they should have been higher. Yeah, 98. Nothing higher than that, though. Okay, Matt, Matt Mateo, who is the program director over at uh, UCF's uh, college radio station. Yeah, they don't grade us there on what we do. It's, it's strictly volunteer. But if they were, the UCF professors are a little tighter on that. I guarantee you wouldn't have gotten higher than a C. At Einsteinium, great bit, by the way. Play the Einsteinium bit, the great bit that he was talking about, one more time for us. All right, man. I should copyright this first. Uh, all right, here it goes. That was CKY on WGMU, George Mason University's radio station, the future of music now, heard around the world on WGMURadio.com. I was looking at the periodic table of elements earlier, and I was Perusing over the numbers, I noticed number nine. Perusing? What is this, NPR? Well, after doing extensive research, I found it is highly unstable and otherwise a useless element. Extensive research? You probably said it right there. It's becoming a little pompous, if you ask me. Ooh, look at me. I'm a genius. Yeah, all right, you know, get over it. I came up with that slogan in the beginning of the show, and that's pure gold right there. All right. Incubus on WGN. Future music. Now. Here's the thing. I've been a professor. I have taught radio. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding you. I would have given him a 73. I would have passed him, but he would have gotten a C-. minus Because I have taught. By the way, I want to teach over at UCF or maybe Rollins. i got a lot of knowledge to share. But they are to deal with uh, these morons. Chunks types, yeah. Oh. When I heard that grade, because it was just put at the end of the tape, Chunks didn't even know it was there. I, my jaw just dropped. 93. All right, well, hey, man, apparently uh, he's the no. ringer. He's the ringer in the radio retard uh, Olympics. No wonder Chad Dukes has confidence. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, uh, douche chill. Well, maybe we're not seeing everything. You know, maybe the problem is is his classmates were just pathetic. Or were you the only guy in the class? No, there were some pretty bad ones in that class. A couple come to mind. Yeah, who other than a 70-year-old says perusing? Why don't you pull over and peruse the paper for me and find out if there's any uh, people I know in the obituary? That's one of them educated ones. I'm here at the New Rock Station, and while I'm doing my New York Times crossword puzzle... Let me uh, play the latest from Jimmy World. Well, let me tell you what. I was perusing the lifestyle section, uh, and I found a great article. Spell perusing. P-U-R-S-I-N-G. S-I-N-G? S-I-N-G. All right, you know what? Let's take a break and come back. Well, apparently we're in the uh, presence of radio greatness. Yeah. 
And I, you spelled that wrong, by the way. No. You think so? Why don't, yeah. we just, why don't we just change the name from Chunks to 93? Go back to the original days when we first got here and we were given numbers. Huh. How about A-Boy? He likes it and, uh, you know, he gets them. Mm. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Oh, come on. We're back to the Hideout mixtapes here on Real Radio 104.1. Matthew Irvin doing it with C-Lane and uh, Jack Napier back there. Told me to stop calling him Milton on the... Uh, on the break. Yeah, I know. Not a big fan. Why? Just, would you want to be called that, man? I mean, really. Ceiling, is it odd that he sounds a lot like Darone? He, uh, Mad Matt? Uh, yeah. That's affirmative. He does sound a whole lot like Darone. All right, I don't know if you can hear us right now, but uh, he does. Hey, 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 Jack, why don't you give us a, uh, hey, hey. There, yeah, there you go. Dead on. All right, I gotta, now I got to interview you about what you're doing here. Because I, I really can't figure out what the hell you're doing here as far as radio goes. <laughs> what are you doing? Why? Okay, why are you being a radio intern? Gives me something to do. Is that it? I actually enjoy being here. I've, I've listened to the station for a long time. Really just, you know, like being here. How far back? This. How far back? Since I was like 10 years old. So what was your first show you listened to here at the station? That was back when uh, Stern was on. Was that back in the Stern day? That was, well, that was two years ago. That's not that far. Well, you know, a while, while back. All right. Well, do you go to school? Yeah. Where? Valencia. Oh, so you both are community college uh, people. Yeah, pretty much. Have fun with that AA degree. It gets you real far. Look at me. Hey. Now. It, it, yeah, it doesn't get you anything. Oh, come on. You don't don't tell me you're not doing anything with your life here. Uh, not really. It starves really. me. And when I get the chance, I gorge to I will to break your me. legs. Is that, is that, that Daron or Jack? I can't even tell. It's Jack. Is that Jack? Play it again. The, the closet <laughs> starves me. And when I get the chance, I gorge till it sickens me. <laughs> Wait till they make you, make you read something like that, man. You know they're going to save it. They won't make him read it because he has more dignity than that. Yeah, I know. So what, what do and you, I know how to delete it. Yeah, exactly. What is your overall goal in radio? Anything? Or are you just going to sit back there and crack eggs with your ass? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just, you know, wondering. Hey, hey you got to be good at something, right, Matt? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. What do we got next coming up on the uh, mixtapes here? Next up on the Hideout Mixtapes, Dubs is not going to be racist on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Does anybody believe that? Uh, no. That's well, when they were doing the uh, zippity doodah thing, right? I don't know. Sing it. Why don't you listen? Sing it. Why don't you listen? Jack, what? sing it. Zippity doodah. Sing it right now. I don't know the lyrics. You know the you know the chorus of it. Sing it. What the whole zippity doodah? Yeah, do it. Zippity sing it. Come on, let's hear it. Sing it. Get the replay ready. <laughs> do it. Come on, right now. I'm babysitting you guys. All right, entertain fine, me, man. monkey. <laughs> zippity doodah, zippity yay. My oh my, what a wonderful day. Thank that's you. All that, all that's right. all I know, man. Let's get back into the hideout mixtapes here on Real Radio 104.1. It's MLK Day, and we don't have the day off here at Clear Channel. So no. it's great because I think that signifies that all the racial strife has ended. Well, I mean, yeah, we usually uh, take the holiday to kind of reflect and look on how there are is still racism in this world, but now this year, 2006, uh, they've said, okay, you guys can work this year and look around because uh, they, there is no more racial tension. It's all over. And, you know, to me, I think it's just great that, you know, I think it would have been his 77th birthday, uh, the good reverend. Ah. And, which is surprising to me because that means he was really young when he was doing everything. Mm-hmm. I think he was in his 20s, if I'm not mistaken. You looked older. Yeah, he did. He was a short guy, too. 
Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm glad for his sake now that the dream has been realized and that there's no more racial uh, tension out there anymore. Uh, Wayne in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Rover Radio. What do you got, Wayne? Uh, hey, man, I just had... Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <laughs> Did anybody warn Gibbs on that one? Yeah, he just shakes his head yes. <laughs> and you feel stupid right now? Yeah, you should. <laughs> At least it stings you a little bit, unlike Putin, who didn't care. Um, 407-916-1041, 888 I don't know about you, Dubs, because when I was growing up, things were, you know. It was really tough on me, too. Yeah, I know, growing up as a white man in mid-Michigan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And well. Having to deal with uh, the two minorities in your school. Yeah, people call me salty. Bread man. Now, you have come up with uh, something that you're going to do today. Yes, uh, I've been labeled as the hideouts racist for some reason. And that's I don't know wrong. why. That's wrong. Yeah, I, I, I think I've been picked out because I'm the white guy and everybody thinks white people are racist. But just to prove I'm not racist, an MLK day. I will not say anything that has anything to do with, uh, I won't make any racist jokes all night long. Nothing, uh, no joke. Do you feel like this is something you do constantly? No, but I'm going to prove to everybody by, you know, pointing out, even if I did have a racist thought in my head, I'm going to point out every time I do. Okay, so your thing is you are going to be able to censor yourself, but you, I want, you want us to know that you were thinking something racist? Yes. But you're holding yourself back from doing it. Mm-hmm. So every time I have a racist thought in my head tonight, or uh, we're talking about something and I have something racist going through my head, I will say zippity doo So every time you hear me say zippity doo Are you just going to say zippity doo or are you going to go through the whole thing? zippity doo zippity-yay. No, just zippity doo Okay, so that's all you're going to do. Yep. Every time uh, anything racist happens in my head. Uh, I'm just going to start a dice game over here. Don't don't worry about me. Zippity doo What? Uh, that's by the way, Matt Albert, who is uh, new to the show, joining us now. It's the uh, Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Look at that white girl on that computer screen. Damn, she's hot. Zippity doo Hands off, zippity doo You see that basketball game last night? Zippity doo Man, government cheese is real good. Zippity doo Oh, here I had a couple of stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I did want to bring up, though. Uh, an Ohio State student was injured in a chimp attack. Um, Zippity doo uh, What? <laughs> no, apparently the chimpanzee attacked the student at uh, Ohio State University. Zippity doo It was an. I don't understand what's going on. All right. Uh, all right, we'll move on. I guess there was no interest in that story. Okay. Um, Jacko's Cruel Zoo. Uh, Michael Jackson had been accused of uh, animal rights uh, cruelty. zippity doo uh, Claiming the creatures were imprisoned. In... I don't... What, what, what is he saying? I, don't... Uh, I guess... I don't know. I guess, oh. You don't have any interest in this story, Dubs? I do. You just would rather zippity doo Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Uh, also, um, a Liberian becomes Africa's first female president. zippity doo 
Uh, the war-battered Liberia's new president making history as Africa's first elected female head of state. She's a librarian, huh? They can read now? Like Liberia's. Oh, Zippity doo da. Sorry. That was I didn't know you were doing it, too. I mean, you're black. Um, and then kind of rounding out some of the headlines here. Former D.C. mayor uh, is uh, on the mom as far as the drug reports. Marion Barry. Um, apparently he failed a court-ordered drug test in November. So are we going to be able to discuss anything tonight? Um, or is this your whole gimmick, that you're just racist and you just well, only... Wait, go through the stories again. Okay, um, Jacko's Cruel Zoo, Ohio State student injured in chimp attack, uh, Africa's first female president, and uh, Marion Barry fails a drug test. And you don't see anything wrong with that? I, this is the stuff that's in the news, bro. I figured this is stuff you'd want to talk about. Just not today. Zippity doo da. Dubs, I want you to look at Hefe and tell me what you think. Zippity. Mm-hmm. So you, um, you have decided, though, mm-hmm. that instead you were let us know that you're having a racist thought. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that's only fair. And you have decided to say a key phrase. Zippity doo da. Now, according to Chunks, this is actually a racist phrase. I mean, what were you saying? Um, it, the phrase comes from a movie called Song of the South that Disney made a, a long time ago, I think in 46. It's actually about a slave, uh, Uncle Remus, who tells, like, kids stories and stuff. But he's a slave, but the way it's, uh, the way they uh, show it on TV is that he doesn't care and everything's all dandy. And it's actually impossible to find because it offended so many African Americans. I, I've never heard of this. No. I didn't know that. I thought it was from, like, another children's movie or something. I'd never even heard of, like, I, this angle of it before. Yeah, I've never even heard this version of the song. What was the one that we were used to growing up and listening to? I don't know. Was it from, like, Snow White or... Uh, was it Mary Poppins? Mary, maybe, maybe it was Mary Poppins. Because I didn't know it was originally from a movie in 47, yeah. you said, Chunks? Yeah, 1946. How did you know about this? Uh, they had it. They've had it on TV specials and stuff before, and it's a really hard movie to find. And you know, you hear about Zippity Doodah and then where it comes from. And there's a ride at Disney, I think, the Brer, the Brer Patch ride. That's all from Song of the South, Brer Rabbit and Brer Brer, whatever they're called. It's all from the same movie. I have no movie. idea what you're talking about now. Yeah, I am completely lost. I, I, Briar? Yeah, yeah. They throw. I guess uh, the they throw. Animals into a briar patch. Okay. It's very confusing. All right. 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Yeah, Matt Albert. Matt Albert, by the way, who has moved down, living with me now. Yeah. Was the movie by any chance called Me Want Free? Uh, no, that was The Green Mile. Me Want Free, Bo. Bo. I have some chicken balls. Just leg. I have not. I have not seen that. Little grease all over my mouth, boss. Come on, boss. I have not seen that movie. Shine your shoes, boss. Want to play catch with me, boss? He doesn't really. He doesn't really say that, does he? Is that really what he said? Mile? Yeah. No. That's not about chicken. What's wrong with you? Stop already, you son of a bitch. Just because you were black does not. Eggplant, boss. Just that doesn't mean that you have free reign. All right, Dale and Claremont, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Dale? Hey, how's it going, guys? What up, brother? Yeah, that that movie, they act, Disney actually took it off of their uh, their rotation. They don't play it anymore. Um, it was it's available in Europe. 
But, uh, yeah, they actually do not play it anymore because it offended so many people. No. That's the uh, the movie with Br'er Rabbit and, uh, and and all those characters that you don't see anymore. Now, was was that song used in a different movie? Because I don't remember seeing Song of the South. Uh, but I know I've, no, I've heard that. No, not that I know of. It was, that was the only movie. Uh, as a matter of fact, you think of, like, Splash Mountain at Disney. Mm-hmm. That's what that ride is based off of. I had no idea. All yeah. right, thank you, Dale. I appreciate no problem, the info, man. brother. Uh, 407 I'm thinking, what movie did I see it in? Maybe I did see it when I was really young. Uh, that, How? That movie? I mean, I if you had the Disney Channel and everything in the 80s, maybe they still played it. Right. They played on a lot of those movies. Like, they throw it in in the previews and stuff like that, and when they're talking about things that, that, that are going on Disney Disneyland or whatever. So, I mean, you could hear it subliminally. Hear it how? Huh? I tried to use a big word. I'm sorry. It won't happen again. No, go ahead and say it again. Subliminally. Subli- You're a retard. Yeah, pretty much. Calvin in Lake Wales, you're in the High Down Row Radio. What do you got, Calvin? Yeah, that song, Zippity Doodah, mm-hmm. it did originate from the Song of the South. That's where it was first pr- produced. Yeah. Right. And, uh,. The movie is based on if you like if you remember like Tar Baby, which is the uh, Br'er Rabbit deals with the Tar Baby, which is just a bunch of tar made up by Br'er Fox and Br'er oh, Rabbit. Oh yeah! Oh my God, Tar Baby, Jesus! Oh yeah, like they throw the Tar Babies into the Briar Patch. What? Yeah, they. they At, yeah. They actually, what it too. is is uh, Br'er Rabbit. The whole Briar Patch thing was uh, Br'er Fox and. Bear Bear always tried to eat the rabbit. Well, he would always tell him, you do whatever you want to me, just don't throw me into the briar patch. And they'd always end up throwing him into the briar patch. Ah, uh, yeah. I have, I, have, okay. I have no recollection of this. And I didn't know, Dubs. So did you secretly pick a slave song on this to to signify that I, you weren't going to be racist? I didn't know. this. Is, it was a slave song. I totally, I thought it was from like Mary Poppins or something. Your new phrase should be swing low, sweet chariot. Just, you know, just go with that. Working in a coal mine. Going down, 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 working in a coal mine. <laughs> Eric in D.C., you're in the hideout of Real Radio. Down. Hey, what's up, boys? Good to hear you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Hey, um, I actually had that, uh, that uh, movie. I have it on my computer. You can't find it anywhere. That one guy was right. But um, I actually have it. It's not a great copy, but um, everything that they're saying, I mean, that's where the, uh, the song came from. Uh, you got Uncle Remus, uh, the uh, slave man, talking like, you know, like everybody, you know, like, just like... Um, Matt Albert was? Matt Albert was, exactly. Oh, my... So, I, I didn't... I feel like... I, what was in the... And I, Eric, I appreciate it. Thank you for listening on RealRadio.fm up in D.C. Uh, who knew Zippity Doodah was a uh, a slave song? And then it kind of reminds you, too, of like the old school cartoons that you watched that somehow were oh, yeah. incredibly racist. Like, uh, what was the one with the two crows? Oh. Uh, Foghorn Leghorn? No. no, no Heckle, a, was it Heckle and Jekyll? Uh, it might have been. It might have been Heckle and Jekyll. But, yeah, there are two crows that had, like... They're almost like the uh, the characters they used for the Black Crows. The, uh, the right, but they were uh, uh, cartoon characters for kids. I remember seeing this one cartoon. It was of ants, two rival ant colonies. A red ant and a black ant were walking towards each other. The black ant says, "Hey, red," and the red ant says, "Hey, darky." I'm like, "Oh, 
you can say that on Nickelodeon? Uh, are I you saw serious? that when I was eight. And I was like, I said that. I, <laughs> I, told, he, I told my mom. She was like, what? And then you got to think, too, of like the Three Stooges. Mm-hmm. When you go back and you watch the Three Stooges and it's just a mammy and pappy kind of thing oh, yeah. if it's black people. Those are bad. Also, even uh, like the Little Rascals in our gang, they were they had some racist stuff going on there. And what was there was another kind of mainstream cartoon as well, other than the one with the two crows. Al Jolson? Oh, no, that was in the cartoon. I don't know if it's, uh, it was like a mainstream cartoon, but I remember like a Shirley Temple once where she painted oh. herself black. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? To like escape something. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> she <laughs> hid in a dark room. Jimmy Jam says that that movie won an Oscar. <laughs> Did. That it's, song. That, that song won an Oscar? Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. What, in 47? Yeah, around there, yeah. Oh, sweet Jesus. Uh, Rochelle and Coco, you're in the high down real radio. Ladies first. What do you got, Rochelle? I used to watch that movie when I was little, like when I was about six or seven. It was mm-hmm. actually one of my favorite movies. And I asked my parents a couple of years ago, like, why I couldn't find it anywhere. And then they told me it was about a slave. And I had no idea. <laughs> but I remembered, like, you know, it had the black guy, like, running around with a bunch of kids. Now, like, was, was area, he? Like, singing songs and stuff. And what, I just thought it was the best thing ever. Was he singing to, like, a cartoon bird or something? Yeah, there was, like, a cartoon, like, owl thing that yeah. would sing along stuff with you. It was the coolest thing ever. I remember we just used to run it all the time. Now, I was just so fascinated with it. Now, if you went back and watched it today, and I guess you'd have to try to remember what it was, though, would you just sit there and think, oh, my God, this is so wrong. I kind yeah. of feel bad for enjoying this as a kid, but then again, how did I know? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's how I, I'm thinking about it now. I'm thinking about, like, all the stuff I was seeing, you know, and I'm just like, man... They oh. really did, like, like no, none of the kids knew, you know? Like, nobody had any clue. Right. I thank you, Rochelle. And then the other thing you got to wonder, too, is this part of that, quote-unquote, institutional, like, hidden racism thing that, as kids, we're brought up to look at the slavery, ho-hum, it's fine, it's no big deal, and we're like, ah, oh, yeah, it was, you know... Just a little work. Do you, yeah, internship. <laughs> do you remember when Bugs Bunny would almost dress up like Aunt Jemima? Yeah. All right, see, I'm telling you, especially those old school yeah. Looney Tunes. With the bandana over his uh-huh. head. Uh-huh. And he'd be, uh, he'd put the big lipstick on and everything and be, uh, sweeping. Um, I don't think it's Dumbo. Was it? Do you remember when I see an elephant fly and they were all, you know, the crows and Dumbo? That was the crows. They were in Dumbo. Yeah. Yeah. They were, yeah, you know, they had the stereotypical, like, voices and they... But, I, but there was also a cartoon set. Was think, it the same guy? I think it was the same, the same crows and the same type uh, of characters. I gotta know the name of these guys. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I've seen a horse fly! It's a hideout. Real radio, 104.1. <laughs> Ladies first in the hideout, so we've got a Dora in Orlando. What do you got, Dora? Hi there. Hi there. How are you doing this evening? All right. What do you got? Um, I wanted to talk about the stories, Uncle Remus stories. Um, the stories of Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Bear are actually old African-American folk tales, um, historically speaking, about how the black man outsmarts the white man. All right. So maybe it's, so it's not it, racist it is, then? It's not racist. Its roots are not racist. They're actually African-American folk tales that were passed along and told as stories. Um, I learned about this in college years ago. Um, and um, so it's not te- the source and where they got all of the stories and the inspiration is not technically racist, but it could look racist today. It's the same thing like with Al Jolson um, wearing blackface mm-hmm. and minstrel shows and all the old kind of um, theater that used to be in the past. 
it was completely okay for a white person to dress up like a black person and impersonate them. It wasn't considered racist then, but now, in, pers- in the other perspective, yes, it is. It looks racist now. Uh, the only thing about that back then, though, is the fact that it was just all, like, just the worst negative stereotypes ever. Yeah. With the Al Jolson stuff. Yeah. I don't uh, wear white gloves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they don't make gloves that fit you. Um... All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four. All right, let's talk to uh, Michael and Coco. Michael, you really take a uh, animation history class? Yeah, I did. It was awesome. Uh, Probably the easiest class I've taken in all college. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. What What did you learn? Did you learn anything about this, or maybe even old style cartoons that possibly yeah, were racist? Well, you're right about Heckle and Jekyll. That's Heckle and called. Jekyll. That's what it was. Yeah. I knew no. it was Heckle and Jekyll. Were they always smoking a big cigar too and drinking uh, out of the uh, the barrel that had the XXX on it? No, they had they had cigars, dude, and they hung out in alleys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they're jazz guys. Yeah. Oh but man. About, about Song of the South, though. Right. Um, somehow our professor got a hold of it, so we got to watch most of it. Dude, it is. I mean, it's not like, that, you know, it's not. We wouldn't consider it racist now, but I guess looking back at it, whatever. Right. But um, there's like scenes where he's just talking to a bunch of white kids, and you know, he's telling them a story, and he's like, "Well, I've got to go." And then he throws the hoe <laughs> over his shoulder and, like, whistles and, you know, oh, gets away. Oh, oh boy. Uh, All right, now, somebody, and thank you for the uh, info, Michael. Somebody's telling me they they can get a copy of this if we want to do a hideout screening. Yes. Feets don't fail me now. <laughs> Whistle while you work. <laughs> I think that's something that Heckle and Jekyll would always say, too. The whistle while you work thing. Uh, I think that was the uh, Seven Dwarfs, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. 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 Dubs and I were just talking about how bad Dumbo, I mean, really was. You think about it, they're drinking out of a jug, like, with the, the three X's on it, and they were always just getting hammered and trying, you know, smoking cigars and stuff. And they did a funny dance, too, I guess. Yeah, you know, for some reason in cartoons, whenever they, uh, the old school cartoons, whenever they did the uh, the black dancing, it would be, uh, they'd be running their hands down like this, yeah. and, like kind of, kind of like they're working a uh, one of those uh, hand carts on a rail system. Right. Uh, Diana, ladies first in the hideout in Orlando. What do you got, Diana? Hey, man, you guys are talking about zippity doo dah. Mm-hmm. Right. Let me tell you, it's, they also sang that song in the movie, The Jungle Book. Disney did The Jungle Book. Ah, yes. Oh, that, is, that even kind of seems a little <laughs> racist if you think about it. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, The Jungle Book. That's the another original where the movie, where the song came from. And I thank you, Danny. I appreciate that info. You're I, I, welcome. I knew it was something, because I know I haven't seen that movie that you guys are talking about. I've seen it, though. I've seen uh, both. The Jungle Book game, because I remember well, the black sure, they, guy. They show it every MLK day in Fowlerville School. I saw it in Fowlerville uh, Elementary School. This is what they're all like. That's what they, <laughs> <laughs> they can be nice. <laughs> all right, Lester Big Hands, going back to old cartoons that we used to watch that maybe were racist. Um, he says, remember Tom and Jerry's owner, the black lady? Oh, yeah. And that she was, um, whatchamacallit? She was just, I, I don't know what her gimmick was. Do you remember what her thing yeah, was? Yeah, they would only show her feet. Mm-hmm. Like, it would only show and her she feet. Was like, and she had, like, uh, the, the the maid dress almost. The like. maid dress all the time. And, and she it would was only fat. Show the, yeah, and it would only show the bottom of her feet uh, through the, ma- uh, the maid dress. All right. I, and I even think about it, too, and I know you guys like to play the drop occasionally, but Speedy Gonzalez was also a racist cartoon. Oh, yeah. And, uh, it was? Salopo Rodriguez. You uh, ever seen him? Oh yeah, his cousin. That his, really that slow. was hilarious. I saw it the other day. Oh, I, I was thinking of you. What the hell, man? Like, he does talk like that. 
Who? You. Stop. Hey, man. Four zero seven nine one six. You like some cocaine, man? One zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Clay in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Clay? All right, dude. This is the most racist movie I've ever seen. Song of the South is horrible, dude. There's a part in it where the little kids, the the black guy gets done telling them the stories, mm-hmm. and they look at him, and they tell him that he tells the best stories in the entire United States of Georgia. <laughs> what the hell? Dude, I have a copy of this movie. I got this off of eBay for 10 bucks. Do you want to bring it up for a hideout screening? So we can watch it on the air? Good. I'll bring it whenever you guys need me to. All right, hold on. We're going to get your information. Hold on, Clay, okay? I got a little bit more information about the actual movie. And one of the taglines is, we're heading for the laughing place. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the taglines. I'm not kidding you, dude. That's what it says on, uh, on IFDB. And the plot summary is, Uncle Remus draws upon his tales of Br'er Rabbit to help little Johnny deal with his confusion over his parents' separation. Oh, I had no idea. And We're here, going on a learning trip. And here Dubs is, uh, I'm going to not be racist today. I'm going to sing zippity-doo-dah whenever I have a racist thought. Good idea. Hey, I didn't know. Ladies first in the hideout, Valerie in Merritt Island. What do you got, Valerie? Oh, I just wanted to let you guys know, my husband and I, we collect a lot of old stuff from Disney and all, and we got a copy of the Br'er Rabbit Golden Book, and it's got the little record that goes along with it. And we figured we better grab it because somebody's not going to be selling it soon. But one of the words that I think everybody uses that we don't really think about is cotton picking. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, you know, because I, I I said this. What are some of those phrases or words? And that's a good one, Valerie. Wait, cotton... Yeah, my mom used to always say, "You're out of your cotton picking mind." Or wait, a cotton picking minute. Uh, Foghorn <laughs> Leghorn would always say, "Wait, a cotton picking minute." You're right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So there's. Cotton... I thought that was the KFC guy. No. No. Oh. Are you sure? All right, now, Dubs... Fried chicken. Cotton picking. <laughs> a crispy chicken uh, minute. I think master bedroom is another one. Like, people commonly go around when they're looking at a house, and the realtors will say, here's the master bedroom. Now, master bedroom, I've always thought, uh, had some uh, obvious slave, you know, tones to it. Uh, this mighty white of you? <laughs> My dad used to say that all the time. And that the, the whole thing, though, that's not a put-down. No. Because yeah. mighty wide of you means, oh, that was kind. Yeah, so, exactly. So, so somehow that's what you guys get stuck with. Uh, it's mighty wide of you. That's not uh, being stuck with anything. 407-916-1041, growing up in Fowlerville, Michigan, uh, there were many racist uh, terms you'd use for different things, and which I didn't know were racist. Until growing up and wait and saying, wait a minute, those little black nuts in the mixed nuts aren't entos? <laughs> what do you into? Oh, you mean the N word? Yeah, the N word. The uh, everybody would call those little. I can't remember what kind of nuts they were, but they were entos. I'm oh in, yeah, I know I'm, what you're talking I'm about. In, no, I'm in shock. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. And I'm Has in anybody shock. else ever heard that yeah, before? Yeah, no, I have, Dubs. It's uh, God, I want to say, uh, I want to say, not walnuts. No. Little black nuts. Like uh, they were actually kind of bigger. You had to uh, crack them. Of course, they're bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like they that's, where, that's where inferiority comes in at. Right. They were bred that way. Right. Four zero seven nine one. They also have an extra bone in its. <laughs> In the bread, <laughs> they were harder to crack. <laughs> Matt and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Matt? Hey guys, what's up? Yo, bro. 
That lady earlier that said about uh, the songs of the South being like the African uh, folk tales or whatever it was, mm-hmm. I don't know if she said it right. It was actually like slave folk tales. Yeah, right, right. Like that thing with the laughing place. The older slaves would tell the younger slaves that the field that they worked in was the laughing place and tell them stories out there to keep their mind off of the work they were doing. Oh, God. Wow. So that's how that's, it changed. That's so sad. That's uh, another thing. Uh-huh. You there? Yeah, go ahead, buddy. When I was in college, I took a political history class, right? Mm-hmm. Another easy course, but <laughs> you ever see the kids walking around with the one pant leg rolled up? Oh, yeah, of course. I even did it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> now, white kids walk around with the one pant leg rolled up. Where that actually started was the Black Panthers used to roll one pant leg up, and it meant one step ahead of the white man. Uh, I didn't know about that. I never heard of that one before, Matt. Thanks. I thought L. Cool started that. Yeah. I didn't know about that. I've, I've got a little transcript, I guess, from the Song of the South and the wonderful Tar Baby story, but mm-hmm. I can't. I'm having trouble. Like, re- did you want me to try and read a little bit of Should it? Should we have Matt read it just because he's the black guy in the room? Uh, yeah, if you want to. I'll, I'll tell you, there's two. There's the boy, and then there's Uncle Remus. So I guess I'll be the boy. Okay. Right, we'll take Have it. you guys act it out. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. These are the Hideout mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1, and I am Matthew Irvin, Mad Matt Mateo, whatever you want to call me. It's all good. We're doing a thing tonight. Till 11, the guys will be back live tomorrow. Call up and bug the hell out of Jack Napier, though. 407-916-1041. Toll free, 888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. And I love it when you do that. You know, I really do. I know you do. It gets, it gets you some attention, though. Yeah, it does, you know. People love to hear you. He's been getting the standard prank calls, Prince Albert in a can, stuff like that. All that good stuff, you know. You love it. All right, we got a, we got a prize or two over there we can give away, right? Yeah, right now we're going to take the 10th caller. 10th caller. And uh, you will win now on DVD the complete second season of the 4400, the hit TV series that chronicles the reappearance of 4400 abductees who return to Earth and change the human race in ways no one could have foreseen. All right, call up right now, 407-916-1041, toll-free, 888-978-1041. Stay tuned, we have some more... We have one more prize to give away next hour, and let's get back into the Hideout Mixtapes right now on Real Radio 104.1. We're talking about the racist, like, I guess, cartoons you didn't know about uh, when you were growing up. Just racist things when you're young you didn't understand really were racist, and now looking back at them. And even some of the words now, too, that are just kind of part of everyday vernacular that were that were rooted in the racism. Um, Jennifer, ladies first in the Hideout, Jennifer in Lakeland. What do you got, Jennifer? Well, um, the movie that you're talking about, Song of the South, was actually uh, done after the book by Joel Chandler Harris. And it wasn't specifically meant to be, you know, terribly racist. It was just how the times were. Not, time. Yeah, not a lot of stuff was meant to be that racist. They looked at it then, and they would say, oh, this is fine. But when you look at, back at it now, it definitely uh, brought up some things and uh, kind of uh, subjected people to uh, stereotypes. Let's go to uh, Lenny and Daltona here in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Lenny? Hey, hideout. How's it going, guys? Hey, there, brother. I got a couple things for you. The first thing, those nuts you couldn't think of, those are mm-hmm. Brazil nuts. Yes, Brazil nuts. Yeah, oh. I, uh, I grew up the same way. That's what they were referred to. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that, you know, you grow up, just you don't even think about it. And as I got older, I got to thinking, man, you know, it, it really was kind of bigoted. But I tell you, I was in my early 20s. I made a trip up north. I went to Illinois. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what. You talk about more racial slurs and more oh, bigots yeah. up north than they have in the south. I, I was amazed. I was absolutely amazed. It's unbelievable. You think, you know, uh, when when people talk about the north, you think it's very, you know, 
liberal and whatever. Right. It's not. It's not. It is not. And as a matter of fact, Northerners during the time of slavery actually owned more slaves and house servants than Southerners did. Yeah, here's and Lenny, here's something too. I've said this before. When I was in Texas, growing up in Texas, um, I would go through the backwoods of Texas or mm-hmm. go on those long trips through West Texas. And it the 90s, you know, 80s, and I kind of knew what was going on. And I, like, it was racist, but it wasn't so bad for me just because, you know, we as Mexicans were kind of taking over Texas at the time. But when I got to mid-Michigan, I had never been so scared as to when I was in mid-Michigan uh, where Dubs is from, mm-hmm. as far as the racism is concerned. The... The the backwoods of mid Michigan scared me way more than the backwoods of the South and Texas did. Well, you got you got racism uh, coupled with cabin fever from people being stuck inside all winter long, where they're just going nuts. And you got to look at Michigan too. I mean, specifically Michigan. Michigan is an incredibly segregated state. Oh yeah, like uh, the one of the blackest cities in America, Detroit. And Flint. Ne- yeah, next to the whitest city. In uh, Michigan, Livonia, there's more white people in uh, like per like as a ratio in Livonia, which is right next to Detroit, uh, than there is anywhere else in the United States. Let's go to Allen and Longwood. You're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, speaking like Doug was speaking, I got I grew up in Southeast D.C. I was the only white kid there, and I grew up watching Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. Well, what about Yosemite Sam? Didn't he used to always go around saying, "Hey, you cotton picking fools"? Yep. Yeah, he, and that actually now that... picture me going to school, going to school saying, "You cotton picking <laughs> fools." Thank God it wasn't known back then in Southeast DC. Right, you're right. Thank you, yeah, Alex. Good night, man. You wait too. one rootin' tootin' minute, you cotton picking fool. Because, um, as far as that's concerned, you know, I even went to Texas Tech University. Well, where. Yosemite Sam is our uh, mascot. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yosemite, basically, Yosemite Sam for the Texas Tech, he's the mascot. Well, I'm glad in the hideout we've come to the point where now we can say the N-bomb. What are you talking about? What? We've got Matt here. No. Isn't that our uh, our? It's not, no, it's not a... Matt what? is not a free inward bomb I'm, card. I'm not Why a is he here? Why is he here, then? Because he's funny and he's I, fat, I, huh? This wasn't in the contract. That's not how it was sold to me in chunks. Okay, no, this no. Just because Matt is here doesn't mean that it's a free in bomb card. All right, all right. Just three a show. No, I'm don't. not a free end pass. <laughs> just for three. I'm not saying all the time. I'm not gonna say it every. No, hour, it's not gonna happen, dude. Hmm. Keith, I'm not, I'm not gonna let you ration the N word. <laughs> Keith and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout. What it's do you not got? Peaches. What do you got, Keith? Hey, good evening, everyone. Yo. Hey, when I, yeah, I remember when I was growing up in, in 1980s, as recent as it was, you know, the Transformers were on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There, was, there was one of those robots that you could tell was done by an African-American, and it always spoke in rhymes. Was this Transformer a Cadillac? Of <laughs> <laughs> it was, and it probably did bounce. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, was, it was a Delta 88 with great wheels named Leon Titus. <laughs> Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one. Uh Stamper and Bear Lake, what do you got, dude? Hey, what's going on, Hideout? Hey brother. 
Hey, I just want to say real quick, first, that last guy that called him Brazil nuts, he's a racist. Us Brazilians have big nuts. Oh, come on. <laughs> so they were big. They're, they're actually called silver. The reason I know is because I was like seven, and the lady that watched us was black, and we were hanging out at her family's house, and I see them laying in that tray, and I was like, oh, Entos, I love those. Oh, you got oh, dude, you got to be silver. kidding. Well, maybe maybe they're wearing sandals, and they kind of... <laughs> stop, stop. No, I'm serious. Maybe, they, uh, maybe they're like... Oh, hey, that's how he's raised. He likes feet. He's, oh, uh, he's I see what you're saying. Nail, not a shell, huh? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then what did you say they were called? Dover? No, they're Filbers. Filbers. Yeah. All right. Never heard of that. I think they're called Brazil nuts, too. I'm pretty sure. I've always been told, yeah, that they're actually Brazil nuts. Jeff, you're in the high down road radio. What do you got, Jeff? Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey there, brother. Uh, a couple of uh, phrases. First of all, you are Brazil nuts. I used to be a produce manager. Mm. Uh, a couple of phrases to throw at you is uh, blacker than the ace of spades. Ah, yeah. Black as the ace of spades, uh, yep. Being of Italian uh, descent, uh, when I was younger, we used to throw around the word mooly, which is uh, Italian for uh, for eggplant. Mm -hmm. I, and I remember the uh, I remember hearing that, and what was it, Eddie Murphy Raw yeah. or Delirious? Yeah. Raw. Mooly. And also, I, as, a, as a goof, and it didn't turn out to be a goof when I was uh, younger, I went as a goof. went to uh, a, a black Baptist church. No. And let me tell you, man, I had so much fun at this church. <laughs> we were singing inside the church. We went outside the church. We were singing. And I wound up going back several more times, man. I had a great time there. I would have to say, if I had to go to church, the black church is by far the best one to go. Cause the you... white church is so uh, repressed and uh proper and it really doesn't you know you're there to be shamed essentially yeah basically but instead you know in a lot of black churches you're there to celebrate your the goodness God, yeah man. the goodness of the lord as opposed to going and sitting there and be told how awful you are uh destro buddy destro moving to the front of the line hat out heretic what do you got destro what up fellas how y'all doing tonight yeah, all right brother hey what's going on matt hey all right basically uh cartoon i thought was racist when i was coming up was captain planet all right, now we all know that, you know, we as black people, we're faster than everybody. We jump, we jump higher, we do all that stuff, that good stuff. And we also kick ass better than anybody else, too. All right, now they had all those, you know, good attributes like fire and water, all that strong stuff, you know. Yep. But the one black guy on there, they gave him the power of heart. Yeah, heart. exactly. Yeah, what the hell is that? I mean, we embody all those those other attributes, the fire and all that stuff, but they give him heart. I mean, I think that's really racist. They were keeping the black man down. I gave him, I, I, now I never followed Captain Now, what, what was the power of heart? I can't remember the power of heart. It did uh, I remember the I remember the Chinese kid had a power over all the animals. Uh, the uh, girl had the power over. I can't remember what the girl had the power over. Basically, Hart meant that he was, was gay. It water? I mean, he, he had he had the power to be gay. That's what it was. <laughs> Thank you, Destro. All right, Clark Kenton, Daytona, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Clark? Gentlemen, how you doing tonight? Hey, the brother. Uh, well, I got two of them for you. One, I apologize. I'm gonna have to geek out to give you the full info. Guy called in about the transformer before. Mm -hmm. Right. It was voiced by Scatman Crothers. Ah. Ah. Okay. And he was a Porsche, I think. But a different one was on the uh, bad guy side, the Decepticons. They had a uh, a tape deck. A boombox. Oh yeah, the boombox. I remember the Ghetto Blaster. I had that. Yeah. Well, they had a tape deck, so they had to give the good guys at Autobots a version of it later on too, which was called Blaster. And it was. It was a ghetto blaster. Mm -hmm. Big boombox. The character's name actually was called Blaster. And was it? But was it voiced by a black guy? Oh yeah. 
It was the biggest throw. Hey, what's happening? Get down. Shout. I mean, brother, he had throwing. I swear to God. Oh, jeez. Oh, I, re- I had the boom box now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it, Clark Kemp. Okay, guys. Oh, boy. Radio Raheem. Adam in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Adam? Yeah, what's up, man? Just tell you, great show. Thank you. Uh, that song, it's Birdman and uh, Little Wayne. Talking about they have no job. Oh, yeah. They still own the car. And, and is is it Cash Money Millionaires, though? Yeah, Birdman and Little Wayne. All right, Birdman. All right, we got to see if we got to find that. I think I even yeah, have fine. it. Yeah, fine. It should be in the jukebox. All right, in the jukebox. Yeah, in the back of the hideout, our jukebox. Did you say jukebox or? Stop. <laughs> I'm just, just making sure. Now, is dancing a jig? Is that a racist term? Yeah. Jig. Abu. Ah. Is that is that really where it comes from? I, that's what I, that's what I think. I would imagine. Because they'll shorten it and say, stop, stop acting like a jig. Really? I've I never know. heard that I've one. I've never heard it. Well, Act you are not, Frederick. Now, did you ever find it, and I always thought this was uh, crazy, because when I was even married to a black woman, I would never call her my boo. Oh. But for some reason, that was out there calling... Calling your like especially like in the uh, in the black community. Bugaboo. Call, yeah. Destiny's child. Like why are the are they And I'm just like, aren't you just using a derivative of the word jigaboo? Hey Chucker. Right. And I'm just, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm like, how are you gonna use that as a term of endearment? And I know there's this whole thing about taking back the word and making it your own. And but twi- some of them should just let die because <laughs> they they really weren't making a comeback until you started calling. Yeah. People were forgetting that. You at least like to think. Yeah. And instead, you're going to throw it out there to be yeah. on pop stations everywhere. Uh, ladies first in the hideout, <laughs> Carla in Auburndale. What do you got, Carla? Hey, guys. How are you doing? All right. Um, I grew up in a very small town, still live here, and I grew up hearing people saying that I got, like, you got the black ass, like, you're lazy. Like, man, I got Whoa, the I've never heard that. <laughs> what? Yeah. When did this start happening? <laughs> But if you're being lazy, you got the black ass. That's what they yeah, call it. Jesus like, Christ! Oh my yeah. goodness! Like, right. That's pretty blatant. Yeah, that, that's that's just over the top. There's no hiding. There's no. <laughs> There's no. Oh, I didn't know what that meant. It's blatant. It's also called yitis. You know, when you get lazy after you eat, it's called yitis. Now, Matt, you have black ass, but just you have a large <laughs> black ass. Yeah. yeah. Don't be jealous. You saw it. Uh, unfortunately, it was sitting uh, half on top of me when we were at Snoop Dogg yesterday. Did you finish? Please. I was getting squashed. Why do you think his head is so shiny? Mm. <laughs> all right, we could go with That's this. That's not all. a spit shine, my friend. All right, we could go with this all night, but let's go ahead. Let's do it. Well, I, we we got we got the quarter past the hour qualification to get to. We got to do the hideout door prize blowout. We're just gonna have to move on. Okay. Um. Tommy Bateman's going to move the qualifier. Hey, don't move it. We can do the qualifier. We can come back, and we can do whose weekend was it. We can do it. Gibbs, it's all on you. First, though, let's go ahead and act out a scene. I guess we have it um, from the Song of the South. All right, Chunks, who's going to be who? Uh, I guess I'm going to be the little boy, but I only have one line. Can Can I say something real quick? It's not my bad reading. It's how this is written. It's so slave talk where I have to decipher what the hell it's saying. Yeah, he's right. It's bad. Okay. All right. We'll so, give it a try. All right, here, I'm going to get it started. All 
And uh, do, can we have some mood music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some. All right. So this is a scene from the Song of the South, and it's Chunks as the little boy. Yeah. And Matt Albert as Uncle Remus. Uncle Remus. Yep. On the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Didn't the fox never catch the rabbit, Uncle Remus? He come mighty nigh out, honey. Shows you born, Brer Fox dead. One day after, one day at her Brer Rabbit fool, I'm with that calamus root. Brer <laughs> Fox went ter walk and got. I'm some tar and mix in with some turkentime and fix up a contraption, what he call a tar baby. And he tucked this year, this hair tar baby in a soda in the big road and then he lay off in the bushes for to see what the news was gonna be and he didn't had her wait long nutter k's bimby here come brer rabbit pacing down the road lippity clippity clippity (laughs) (laughs) what there's as sassy as a jaybird brer fox he lay low brer rabbit come prancing long Troll, he spied the tar baby, and then he fotched up on his behind legs like he was astonished. Astonished. The tar baby, she's so there, she did in Burr Fox. He lay low. Marwin? Nice weather this morning. Nice weather this morning? Tar baby ain't saying nothing. How does your symptom? How does your symptoms seem to uh, sagatash? What the hell is going on? Brer Fox, he wink his eye slow, and lay low in their tar baby. She ain't saying nothing. This how is... you come on then? Is you deaf? That's is that really the way it was in the movie? <laughs> I swear to God, I, I've had enough. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, we gotta get a copy of this. Would yeah, you say that I, for? I have a copy. I have a confirmation that a copy is being sent to us on DVD. Yeah, nice. Look, look at this. Um, coming up, the Hide Outdoor Prize blowout and also the quarter past the hour qualification. To me loose, for I kick the natural stuffing out of you. How does yo something seem dare Sugatoshi? Sugatoshi. Says Bear Rabbit says... Oh my God! Sezzy, but the tar baby. Sezzy, my bad. It's like Mushmouth from uh, uh, Fat Albert Gang. All right, this is just insane. <laughs> and uh, the white boy. Did the fox eat the rabbit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the hideout. That all defer. Lippity clippity clippity clippity. It's the hideout on Radio 104.1. We haven't really gotten through very much of my. Well, when you're dropping bombs like your dad. Uh. Is dropping the end bomb while you guys are just sitting around having a brew or two. Mm-hmm. And I've actually never heard him use it before. So Inhibitions were lowered. So do you think because you're grown up? Yeah. I think he's ready to hear this. It's time I teach him. I'll run this up the flagpole, see if he salutes it. Yeah. And which flag? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Speaking of, I don't even. I don't want to know what he thinks about homosexuals. Because oh. you never you never find a person who hates black people who likes homosexuals. Yeah. Usually I say man. You know? You just know where they're going to stand pretty much on everything. 
Ironically, though, you, you find a lot of people, well, no, not really. I was going to say you find the opposite. For people maybe who don't like gay people, but don't mind black people. No, you, I think that goes hand in hand. I think usually those people who ignorantly hate, you know, people because of their skin color do so because of their sexual preference as well. Oh, look at this. Your pops is on the phone. Oh, Jesus. For the first time, I think, ever, J-Dub's dad. Welcome into the hideout on Real Radio. Hello there. How you boys doing? Uh, no, don't do the voice, dad. <laughs> what you be talking about, son? What the hell is this? This isn't your dad. Yo, 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 Justin. How you doing? <laughs> Call me J-Dub's dad. Sorry, J-Dub. You want some watermelon? All right. Dad. That, you know what? That's not cool. That's really... I can't believe that your dad... Uh-huh. Why would you do that on this show? How you boys doing? Is this your daddy? I think yeah, so. who you think it's gonna be? Hey, Dad. Have figures. Dad, don't use that kind of language. He said figures. Oh, okay. Yeah, figures. Figures. One of them would think I said that. What? Uh, you know what? Uh, d- d- Are you the bigger one? All right, beat it. Now, if we could just get the deluded lemmings to listen, wouldn't it be great if I could pay someone to fix my life? Real Radio 104.1. All over America, people are taking the national radon test. Have you? Answer true or false. Radon is a radioactive gas. True. I didn't know that, no. True or false. The Office of the Surgeon General recommends that all homes be tested for radon. True, your home should be tested. True or false. Radon is the second leading cause of lung cancer. True. I'm going to dial the number and call. 1-800-SOS-RADON. Keep your family safe from radon. Call now. 1-800-SOS-RADON. This is a wrench. This is a wrench and a can of beans. This is a wrench, some canned goods, a flashlight, gallon of water, batteries, a can opener, first aid kit, radio, supply of medications, and some extra cash. When we bring all these things together, we have a disaster supplies kit. With a list from your local Red Cross, you can assemble all the supplies you need to prepare your home and family for an emergency or disaster. When we come together, we become part of something bigger than us all. To assemble your own kit, visit redcross.org. The American Red Cross. Together, we can save a life. In a corner of Louisiana where jobs are scarce and many live in poverty, one community has found a recipe for hope. This popular restaurant is also a school where young people from the inner city can learn the skills they need to find good jobs. Today, one in eight people lives in poverty, but a taste of hope can work wonders. For easy ways you can help, visit PovertyUSA.org. A message from the Catholic Campaign for Human Development. What would happen if you didn't follow the established path? If you did the unexpected? Would you feel scared? Proud? Relieved? Could you explain that helping the people of Peru improve their own community would also have an effect on your own? Or assisting an entrepreneur in Ukraine to launch her small business? Or creating a support group in Malawi for children orphaned by AIDS? What if you established your own path? One that others might follow? Would you rather make your own way? Or spend your life saying, what if? Life is calling. How far will you go? Peace Corps. To find out more, call 1-800-424-8580. Or go to peacecorps.gov. 
You wouldn't treat your child like an adult, so why put them in adult seat belts? If they're under 4 feet 9, they need a booster seat. You need info? Go to BoosterSeat.gov. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hideout Mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. I'm Matthew Irvin, Mad Matt Mateo, whatever pleases you. Uh, we're doing the mixtapes now till 11. The show will be back live next week. Feel free to call up and drive Jack Napier nuts. 407-916-1041. Toll free, 888-978-1041. If you've ever had that prank phone call that you've ever wanted to get out of your system, please call up and give it to him right now. Uh, let's get back to the Hideout Mixtapes. We have Humans Getting Killed by Animals. On Real Radio, 104.1. The whole thing about Ted Nugent is hunting. Like, he hunts. He's a big hunter. But, um, Dubs, you found a story where early man was actually hunted by animals. Yes, uh, there's a, uh, there was an article out today that uh, said that uh, they found an uh, old uh, like a skull from a human being. And it shows that he was actually hunted and killed by eagles. Man was hunted by eagles? Mm-hmm. That was one of the things that uh, early man had to deal with, being uh, hunted by large birds. Which I think has to be like one of the most... <laughs> Not those eagles. Oh. I still don't trust Glenn Fry though. No. But uh, that I, I think that has to be one of the most horrific ways to die. Just being pecked to death by a, by a bird. Uh, what if it just came and swooped you up and then just took you somewhere? But uh, sooner or later, he's going to be pecking at you. And then it dropped you, and then it ate at your eyes, and that's the way you died. Ugh. Can you imagine that? Just having a little beak, or even a larger beak, just ravaging into your body. All right, what do you think is the worst way, animal way to die? I would have to say probably the bird thing. I never thought of being pecked to death by a bird until I saw this. That has to be probably one of the worst ones. Uh, no right, way. What, being you, pecked by a bird? No ima- way. Imagine the pain of just that thing that's ripping at you. You die soon after they eat your eyeballs. No, you don't. You sit there blind not knowing where they're going to peck next. But I would think uh, being trapped in a small area with rats and them eating at your body would have to be probably second worst. Like just being gnawed by a rat. All right, 407-916-1041. Not that kind of rat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what if you were stung to death by a bunch of scorpions? Or, Gibbs, uh, what do you think? What's the... No, not those scorpions. Oh, You sorry. know, being eaten to death by a great white would have to be pretty bad, too. Now, a shark, I think, would be an awful way to go. Because... Not this kind of great white. Oh, sorry. Um, because I think a shark is absolutely one of the worst ways, because first, they take a leg, more than likely. Mm-hmm. And then they... So not only are you writhing in pain from them taking a part of your body, then you got to figure the salt water's pouring into the wound... And then they're dragging you down to drown you. I think shark is worse than being pecked to death by a bird. I think a shark would be quicker. I think it hurts more when you're alive. Yeah, but just for that brief second, it's like the long-lasting, annoying, ripping pain of a big bird. 
Stamper in Bear Lake here in the hideout. What's up, brother? What up, what up? What you got? Hey, I don't care how big a bird is. I got two things, too, so don't hang up. And I'll okay. This, but I don't care how big a bird is. I'll kick a bird's ass. Yeah. They got hollow bones, wide ribs. I'm reaching in and grabbing that bitch's heart. That's true. You can't beat up a bird, Dubs. I could, but the but early man couldn't. Legs. You could probably just grab it by the head and twist and break its yeah. neck. A huge eagle? Yes. Absolutely. Don't Ferocious. Be no, wrong. And Come what on. was the second thing? He yeah, hung he up. hung up. Uh... John and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout on rural radio. Worst animal death? Anaconda. First of all, they wrap around you, break every single bone in your body, and then they then they eat you whole. I mean, there's no worse way than that. I mean, you suffocate to death, and every single body in your bones broken. Uh, you know what? That's actually a, that's a good one right there. How about being pounced by a tiger? Not this kind of tiger. Sorry. You'd be the only survivor, though. Kareem in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Kareem? Hey, uh, piranhas, all those small bites on I, your body. I've everywhere. heard piranhas can't... I remember growing up, man, when I was a kid on, like, like the crappy, like, uh, stations, they'd mm -hmm. always show those piranha movies where people getting eaten alive, but I've heard piranhas can't really do much. Oh, if you start bleeding, they'll eat you alive. It's over if you're bleeding? Everything. See, that's the tough part, too, because they're sm so small and so quick, and they have those teeth. You really don't have much of a uh, Like of a, a swarm of bees. Ooh, how about that? Bees. Ooh, yeah. How about being stung? Stung to death by bees. And when are the killer bees finally going to get here? I guess they were never really a threat here in Florida. but They, they kind of faded away after they lost in WrestleMania 4. But I remember when I was in Texas, that was the big thing was that killer bees were on their way up from Mexico, and they were going to come get us. Mm -hmm. I've even heard something about the whole killer bee theory was racist. Really? I, I, I wish I could remember this, because they were these bigger bees that were from Africa that were coming up to get us, invading our neighborhoods. I've heard that. How about, uh, like, one of those, like, tarantulas or spiders poisoning you? I th Not this kind of poison. Oh, sorry. All right, Destro says the worst way would be to be stung by a tarantula wasp. Is that even real? He says it paralyzes you and lays its larva in you, and then the larva eats its way out. Ugh. You know, that's what happens with uh, if you own, a uh, like, a gerbil or something. It'll cr crawl into your throat while you're sleeping. If you sleep with your mouth open, it'll crawl a into your gerbil? throat. Yeah. Plant, like, uh, give birth to its babies, and all of them will eat their way out of your chest. That's a lie. Mm-mm. And, uh, and a cat, if you own a cat, don't have a baby, because cats will jump on the chest of a baby and suck the breath out of them. I thought that was iPods. Mm-mm. Cats, too. All right, Yo Mutter says, how about getting banged to death by a horse? <laughs> you know there's a video out there of a guy getting that. No, there's not. Mm -hmm. Stop. JoeRogan.net. Yep. Go to JoeRogan.net. You can find a, a video of a guy uh, who uh, who's getting banged by a horse, like it's his freak, and the horse gets a little hat overzealous and <laughs> kills him. What? And why isn't that what's on the web on Wednesday nights with Tommy Bats? Think, I don't think we That's can play that not audio. Legal. The audio we can't even play. Yeah, I, mm. uh, you know, probably not. Mm. 
Damn it. Plus, I don't really want to sit through that again. The <laughs> fourth right. time was bad enough. Stamper and Bear Lake, you got cut Imagine off. Imagine how he feels. Yeah, I'm sorry. Speaking of kicking things ass, not only would I kick a bird's ass, but I'd like to grab one of them little Japanese dudes building these phones. Oh, all right. What else happened? <laughs> yeah, the, the worst way to die by an animal would be get constricted by, like, a big boa constrictor anaconda or something. Yes, yeah. somebody had already said the anaconda. That I think a snake one's pretty bad, too. Yeah, is it more anything more scary than like uh, a big snake or even one of those smaller snakes when they get up and like the cobras and they show their teeth and they strike? That's been one of the scariest sights in the world. You're face to face with a cobra. Mm-hmm. Or the cobra kai. Both Richard, of them very scary. Richard in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Yeah, guys, I've been listening. Uh, I think one of the scariest ways to go would be soldier ants when they come out of their mounds. They Ooh. come out in the millions and they strip everything. When they go through the forest, anything that is vegetable or animal is eaten. Like they just take it right to the bone? Absolutely. Ooh. I'd never even heard of these soldier ants. Yeah. Kind of like fire ants. ants. How big are they? Uh, they're about the size of a regular red ant. But, but they're they millions of them. in South America that are, they're, they have millions of them in there. All right. You know, that's just crazy. All right. How about this one? How about a gator death roll? And then it drags you into its lair. Ooh. Not those kind of gators. Sorry. <laughs> Guy in car, you're in the hideout on radio. <laughs> what do you got? Hey, uh, you know that uh, episode of... Oh, hello? Yeah, yes. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I've got a stupid phone, too. The episode of uh, Creep Show at the end, where the guy gets killed, all those beetles in his... It was roaches. It was actual roaches. But, yeah, I remember the end of Creep Show, he was such a neat freak. Not beetles, roaches. And not that kind of roach, not a papa roach. Sorry. Uh, but I do remember that at the end of Creep Show. And, and all of a sudden, they started coming out from everywhere, and eventually he gets devoured by roaches. Absolutely, dude. That's a good one. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Talk about worst way to die, animal death. First, though, uh, Jim in Winter Springs is a question. What's up, Jim? Hey, the worst way? Hey, give me the snakes, give me the spiders, uh, the ants. Spend the weekend with my wife. <laughs> that animal. That pig. Uh, you... Being eaten by that black hole. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, did you have a? You had a question about something else, though? Uh, you know what? Uh, I need to take the bike course. Oh, you, all right. Well, listen, quarter past the hour, that's when you get qualified. you got all week to get qualified for for the bike course. So when you hear that sounder to call in, it's over at the Orlando Harley. I'm taking the morning class over there, and we're getting uh, three people to take it with me. It's a great value. I think it'll be a lot of fun, too. Mm -hmm. Going back to school, learning how to be a man, riding a bike, riding a Harley. Maybe I get a Kimmy. I get me a nice, uh, nice uh, bike over there. She can ride... Uh, Ride behind me. Hold ride bitch. Ride bitch. Yeah. Massaging me. I thought she uh, rode around with Misfit Matt on, on his hog. Oh. 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 Wow. <laughs> uh, let's see. Worst way to die. Let's see. Uh, Jim and Altamont. What do you got, Jim? Hey, guys. Hey, buddy. Worst way. Killer bees. Yeah, I talked about the killer bees before and was actually disappointed by the fact that they never materialized. Well, you know, it's, you know, it's media hype. That's, that's, they're supposed to come from Mexico, you know, kill us all. Yeah, they were going to spread up and eventually hit Michigan, and it just never happened. How uh, how about those, uh, how about be, being eaten to death by, like, a, a pig or a hog? 
not this kind of pig, not a war pig. Oh, sorry. Gabe in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Gabe? Yeah, dude. Um, oh my God, being gradually ripped apart by hyenas. I think, he, be- but they, you just get real high and uh, laugh with them, and then they just leave you alone. <laughs> now here's the thing, yeah, but yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Any sort of like cat, like a hyena, a lion, a uh, tiger. Here's what I imagine them doing: going after your face first, and like eating off your face or your throat. How about this? Being pummeled by a retard. It's not. They're not animals. They're they're human beings. Mm. Okay. What the hell? That's not even close to the conversation, dude. I was just wondering if that'd be a terrible way to die. I, what? I think so. It doesn't fit the conversation, brother. Stay with me. Okay. Ashley and Edgewater, you're in the hideout. Hey, I just wanted to call and say that I think uh, getting mauled and stomped on by a hippo would be one of the most horrible animal deaths. They kill more people in Africa than lions, you know. Hippos do what? Hippos and elephants? Maybe like stomping them? Yeah. Well, like hippos, they like they maul you and they drag you underwater. I well, that doesn't seem very nice, especially considering uh, we grew up with the game Hungry Hungry Hippos. Mm -hmm. Exactly, and then there's that horrible band, the Hippos. I've never even heard. Do we have the hippos, Tommy? Are you on top I'm, of that? You guys gotta have it. Uh, thank you, Ashley. See, she was even trying to set you up too. Thank you. I've never even heard of the hippos. I've never heard of this band. This is them, though. Uh, no, not those hippos. African hippos. Yeah. What is this, Harry? What is this ska? Sounds it's, like it. Says it's in the cover tune category. Huh? What song is it? Always something there to remember. I bet we play this Maybe on the weekend. Maybe remind me, but yeah. I don't know. No, yeah, this is that from the '80s tune. Always something there to remind me. Not that kind. Okay, I can turn it off now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> let's go to John in Lake Mary. You're in the hideout. What's up, John? What up? Yo. Yo the worst way to go, I think, has got to be a bear, man. They like they skin you. Like, remember that fruitcake who was caught in the woods there? <laughs> Fruitcake. Uh, it was uh, caught in the woods. Now, he went out there to actually study the bears and say he could live with them, and then uh, he ended up being eaten alive by them. Really? Yeah. I hadn't heard about that. When, when did bad, that? bro. They skin you. They'll, they'll skin you. They skin you, and then they eat you. It's crazy. All right. Thank you. How about this? We talked about being eaten by a uh, a like a big uh, uh, eagle. What about just one of those small crows pecking at you? Not those kinds of crows. Are you sure? Because the singer is pretty scary and skinny and might Crow -like. peck you down. Lashik, you're in the hideout. What's going on? Hey, um, I was thinking about it. This might actually be a good way to die by an animal, but uh, maybe I'm maybe not. But, like if you're walking through the desert and you're about to dehydrate and die anyway, you have the group of folks that come over and start tearing at you from your insides and pull out your intestines first. Right. Yeah, that's kind of gross. But then maybe you're like lucky because you're gonna die anyway, and they're just. Speeds it up. Yeah, and it just speeds up the. Is this the same Lashik who's uh, hit me up on MySpace about playing baseball? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna get back at you. I'm forwarding your stuff to my manager, and we'll hit back. We're gonna get back at you. We're playing Sunday. Cool. All right, buddy. Thank you. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Here's one that I think would be awful. These chimpanzees, these monkeys that have this like insane, like <laughs> not these kind of monkeys. Oh. Sorry. But I've heard of monkeys ripping. It's not a. You're being a monkey wrench. You're a monkey wrench in the segment. Oh, sorry. But it's a where they come in and they like. I've heard of monkeys and chimps like ripping arms off. Of oh them. yeah. 
Arms, feet, testicles. Ryan in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Ryan? Yeah, I wanted to uh, suggest, what about being gored by a bull? Uh, you know, what if you were one of the asses who ends up getting trampled and died at the running of the bulls in Spain? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty and gnarly. Gnarly, nice. <laughs> Have you ever seen, like, any of those bulls, like, uh, during, like, uh... <laughs> not these kind of bulls. Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> Flip like one of those uh, rodeo clowns, like over with their uh, horns. It just looks frightening. I'm surprised uh, there's not more uh, death at rodeos. I don't know how they do that. I've seen like like these animals though, like actually like a bull or something, like stomp on oh, someone's yeah. head. And when they stomp on the person's head, they still survive. And you think they have to die? How's their skull? Not been bashed in. I don't know. How about like a like one of those horses or something kicking someone? Like have you ever seen a horse buck backwards and just boot someone? Christopher Reeve. Oh yeah. That was his kryptonite. What the hell's wrong with you? Alright, let's take a break. Right, here, we're gonna do a rapid fire just to clear the phones, because we gotta do uh the uh, hideout door prize blowout. So real fast, I, I need better rapid fire phone call music. This does this never works. Uh, Noel in Orlando, real fast. What do you got? All right, Mike in Daytona. What's yours? Mike. Oh hey, uh, what if you got picked up by a giant owl? Owl. I heard SBK talking about giant owls today, and I think I'd be freaked out a little bit if it was a giant owl. Taylor in Orlando, you're next up. Rapid fire, what do you got? I think the worst one would be to have a cockroach lay its eggs inside of you and then eat your innards and all the way out. I didn't. I don't know if that can even happen, dude. Jim in Palm Bay, you're in the hideout. Worst one to say. Uh, What's happening, guys? Yo, dope. Hey, check this out, man. Imagine like falling from a cliff and then just landing and and being becoming paralyzed and like some wolves or dogs just eating you. Well, you know, we didn't even think about that. Oh How- yeah, pit bull. Pit bull has to be an awful way to go. Not Temple of the Dog. No, sorry. Jeff in Orlando, real fast. What do you got, buddy? Hey, what about eating, being eaten by a jackal? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> we don't have it. Did he finally stump oh, you? Oh, no, come on. <laughs> we have to have some Jesse James Dupree. We have to have yeah, a Lumberjack. Come on. come on. We don't have Lumberjack? Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Bobo in Baltimore, you're in the hideout. What's up, Bobo? Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on, Bobo. Hold on. All right, we do have Jackal. Very good. Nice. Uh, what do you got, Bobo? There's a parasitic catfish called the kangaroo that lives in the Amazon River. Mm-hmm. It likes to swim into the urethra of bathers who urinate in the water. Oh, I've heard about this. And then Catfish, it, not cat scratch. Doesn't, and, it, doesn't it expand when it's in there? It has... Little barbs on its gills, Oof. its fins, and its tail, and it fixes itself in there, and it lives off of mammals' blood. Oh, that's the worst. Thank you, Bobo. That's really nice of you. You're welcome. I love you guys. All right, thank you, buddy. Uh, Nick, you're in the hideout. Last call. Hey, Hefe, uh, I think you're getting the gorillas and the monkeys mixed up. Oh, oh yeah, the gorillas. Yeah. Get there and rip you apart. Yeah, gorillas could absolutely get in there and just uh, rip you to pieces. That would be They're stronger. Yeah, gorillas as opposed to monkeys, because they are actually separate things. Not these kinds of gorillas. 
<laughs> we'll take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Right now we're doing Mama Dub's speed dating. Four heretics will have uh, two minutes each to uh, kind of coerce my mom into going out with them. All right. And uh, the four heretics, do you want me to tell you the four that I've chosen who sure. are in the green room right now? Yeah. I've chosen Misfit Matt. He'll be up first. Which, by the way, will, will kind of be odd because he reminds me the most of you. So it would almost be... Uh, Oedipus-like. He comes in. This is what's great about Misfit Matt. He comes in here. All these, by the way, I think are in my top eight on my MySpace top eight heretics, Misfit Matt being number one. Misfit Matt comes in to shake her hand, wipes his hand off on his chest to shake her hand, and then he takes off his hideout hat right now as to be <laughs> proper. Yes. So, all right, Misfit Matt is going to do it. Uh, heretic Not Hefe. Oh, God. Is in there. Um, Jimmy Jam. Wanted a shot at your mom. I can only imagine his. And Lester Big Hands will round it out. Oh. You might want to sit him across the table from her. No. We're not in Fallowville. We all get to sit at the same table. I didn't mean it like that. Mm. I said across the table. Right. Okay, here we go. Now you're going to tell me separate water fountains mean shorter lines, too. Here's... <laughs> that wasn't really the excuse, was it? That's hilarious. I've never heard that. Okay, here we go. They get two minutes to uh, talk to Mama Dubs. Dubs. I think this is appropriate because I'm sure she's going to marry one of them. Dubs and I are completely out of it. For the next two minutes, it will be Misfit Matt and Mama Dubs. And Misfit Matt just uh, got dumped by his girlfriend not too long ago, so he's uh, he's been out looking. And the time starts now. Real Radio 104.1. Well, uh, Mama Dubs, it's really nice to meet you. Uh, how are you enjoying your stay here in Florida so far? I've loved it. Uh, have you done anything uh, fun lately? Any? <laughs> we went to the mall today. And... <laughs> Don't let us uh, distract by, you. I laid by the pool today. Oh. I wish I was there. Oh, sorry. It's not me. That's... 30 seconds. <laughs> no, you have a minute and a half. No, yeah. that's what I yeah. just said. 30 seconds. Oh, we went gone downtown, by. too, and had lunch. And... Went downtown. Um, don't say your line. I know what you're trying to do. Stop. Going downtown. Let thing. them, let them, no, okay. let no, them no. talk. I'm a gentleman. I am a gentleman. I swear to God. Uh, dead air. Uh, tell her a little about yourself. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I work in a metal fabrication shop. I'm going to school right now for a degree in drafting. And uh, I live One on minute. a farm. Horses, goats, sheep, and all that stuff. Uh, how about yourself? Where do you live in? Or, well, I know where you live. Address. <laughs> yeah. I got vacation time coming up. I'm a custodian at the Fowler mm-hmm. Schools. And where do you live? <laughs> what kind of surroundings? A farm. <laughs> and uh have you been in any like good restaurants while you're down here like uh <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Jesus Christ. like oh man i don't know Hell. like 7-eleven or no no there's, there's actually like there's a restaurant texas day brazil i've been to that's like awesome but uh then, All right, ten seconds. Your final pitch. Yeah. 
I made a complete ass out of myself. <laughs> but it's really nice meeting you. You got a good kid and look great and all nice. <laughs> all right. Oh, all right. There he is, <laughs> you didn't even ask you the most important question. Do you like the misfits? Oh, well... <laughs> All right, get out of here. Go back to the green room, you ass. You Send in the next one. All right, we got a break. Ah. Uh, that, however, was a great tease. Stick around. We'll do more of Speed Date. Look at the heretics clapping for him in the green room. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Matt Albert says sixth grader spit better game. This? How about that Matt was Al- the longest two minutes of my life. No, it <laughs> couldn't. Too. It couldn't have gone on long enough. You, we need to be quiet during. Yeah, that. I, I, I tried to let it go. And how about this? Matt Albert says that a sixth grader spit better game than Misfit Matt. How about you do a special bonus, Matt Albert, over the phone speed date? I like that. All right, stepping up to the plate right now is uh, Hideout Heretic, not Hefe. So Hideout Heretic, not Hefe, his time, his two minutes will begin, and Dubs and I will be quiet, and it will be him and Dubs' mom on Real Radio 104.1. How's it going? All right. Uh... I'm not Hefe. What was your name? Karen. Karen? Okay. Uh, can I call you Miss Dubs? Yes. Okay, good. Um, so, uh, what ethnicity are you? <laughs> <laughs> any, any, uh, maybe any Dominican in you or anything? No? No. No? Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> all right. 30 okay. seconds. So, um, what, what, what parts have you visited around here? Is this your first time? Or? I was here 30 years ago. 30 years ago? Yeah. All right. How much has it changed? Has it changed a lot? or? Um, I don't really. Actually, I didn't come right to Orlando. So. Oh, okay. All right. So you're originally from this area? No. No? Okay. Well, I mean, you know, you said 30 years ago. You couldn't be more than 32. Right. You're right, but... <laughs> One minute. Mo. So, um... Well, you know, now that you're in front of, you know, the host of the hideout, you know. Okay, no, you're not Hefe. Hey, let him talk. <laughs> I'm trying to lay my game here, man. I'd appreciate that. Um, so, you know, are you intimidated at all with, you know, me being the, the host or anything? I no. think so. You, you are? <laughs> 90 seconds. So, uh, what are you doing after the show? Oh, I, I, I got some real, real busy plans. Oh, really? <laughs> so what you're trying to say is that uh, fifteen seconds left. That you don't like Spanish people. Is that oh, what it is? No. <laughs> no, that's no, not you what don't? I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. I don't know. I'm well, just saying I, I'm, I got things going you on. You got things going on. And time. Oh. All right, you're awful. Beat it. All right, Jimmy Jam, come in next. Come on in, Jimmy Jam. Now, here comes Jimmy Jam, coming in with his pimp walk. Nice, uh, here's a nice cracker for you. All right, here we go, Jimmy Jam. All right, that was awful. I like how everyone's gimmick is, so, uh, what are you seeing? You got two minutes. Um, spit your game. You can, you can fit game into two minutes. Yeah, because most chicks know immediately right off the bat whether or not they're going to hit it. And, uh, and in this case, probably not anyway, so. <laughs> well, she's taking uh, me. What? That's what she's doing after the show. Me. Huh? My crotch. What? Um, all right, here we go. Here's Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Hello. Jam up next. Hey, what's going on? Um, hold on. You got, uh, we'll, we'll start in just one moment. 
Uh, reminding you, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Mama Dub speed dating going on right now. Okay. And uh, here's Jimmy Jam. Now. Hello, how's it going? Mama Dubs. Okay. Um, so, uh, what do you, I think I'm like a sensual man kind of, so, uh, what do you think about like walks on the beach, like, you know, like roses and stuff sitting by the fire? What do you think about that kind of stuff? That's nice. Oh, nice. Uh, what do you think you could probably expect, like, uh, me, like, drunk on the couch most of the nights, like, watching football, you know, like, that's probably like more, uh, you know, uh, um, the, uh, <laughs> uh, all right, all right, 90 now, uh, seconds left. No, nah, no. Nah. Now, uh, now let's, let's see. Uh, uh, now, uh, ooh, this could be bad. <laughs> now, uh, now I, I know uh, you're a little bit older and everything. That's that's a uh, that's nice, but uh, add a way to get her. <laughs> Talk about how old she is. What uh, was it like in World War One? Go ahead, do that one. <laughs> oh, this is uh, well. Uh, what, what if I told you uh, you like music? You like music? One one uh, minute left. What if I told you I punched the clown to Van Halen? Uh, <laughs> that really, that's, that's, that's really good. Oh, <laughs> that's not going good, guys. Uh, 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 well, uh, Honestly, it's the best we've had so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what if I told you uh, when we go out on the date that my friends are probably going to come with us? They're, they're kind of weird like that. Uh, they... So, so so what are you doing after the show? You busy? Yeah, yeah, I got things going. Uh, what if I told you I was half African American? Uh, it's only the half. I'd be into it then. Yeah. Uh. Oh God. No That's where the jam comes from. <laughs> well, um, uh, well, I could uh, leave my pageant where I probably got turned off. I could no. I, Ten I'm, seconds. I'm a loser. There's. There's no friends I have oh, to. God, no more. Um, we could talk later, but nobody likes me. <laughs> All right, there's time. Wow. I've never heard something. Ah. Uh, 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 uh. All right, let's bring in Lester Big Hands. There he goes, Lester Big Hands. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right, it's time for Lester Blackhands. <laughs> How's right. everybody doing this evening? Uh, so, all right, hold on a second. So far, it's just been amazingly uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, wow. Yeah. There's a reason we originally called it the Jedi Council, I think. <laughs> I think we know what that is. All right, uh, Lester Bighands is here. Yes. He's uh, the fourth of the fifth interviewees or speed daters the, the last uh live in studio one and then the next one will be matt albert all right so hideout road radio 104.1 speed dating with mama dubs begins two minutes now how was your flight down good great great um you're looking quite lovely as as they told me out in the green room <clears throat> so um what do you like to do um and before you get to that uh, <laughs> But you like, I mean, is it possible that I can change my clothes into a diaper and you bathe me <laughs> and pamper my big hiney? All right, 90 seconds left. Um, yeah, mm. that's a possibility. Oh, oh, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. So, uh, Not our next shoot down. Uh, so, um, do you like bubbles? Yeah. Because I have this special trick with this thing of bubbles that I like to do to my women. 
I like to take bubbles and blow them into Oh, it. I, I, I don't know where you're going <laughs> to blow them into, but uh, let's hey. remember we're on the radio. Into her neck. Oh, okay. All right. right to the nape of the neck. Uh, do you like feet? All right, one minute left. Because I like to take my feet and dip them in peanut butter and suck toes. <laughs> I don't know if you into that type of thing. Um... I don't know. How about, about the African American Olympics? You think you can, you think you can take me in the forty? What? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, you know what that means? Hey, you know the forty yard dash. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever yet? Have you ever uh, used the term "get it, black man, get it"? <laughs> Thirty seconds left. You know what I'm saying? I don't be afraid of the, of the blackness. You know what I'm saying? You see, I'm a puppy dog. Oh, I could be a dog. I do have a leash. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't want to be whipped unless you enter that type of thing. I mean, you can call me Toby. Fifteen seconds. Um, do you like back fat? Because uh, I have a little of that too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, um, I'm sexually attracted to chunks. But time's up. Time's up. Nice like that. Yeah, get that one. All right, there's Lester Big Hands. Oh. All right, this final one's going to be on the phone, and then we'll come back with the pick. We'll pick the winner. Uh, the, the heretics love that one in the green room. All right, now uh, joining us on the phone for the final, uh, Matt Albert. Matt? Hello? All right, here we go. Uh, we're going to start right now. Matt Albert and Mama Dubs speed dating on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, Mama Dubs, how you doing, baby? All right. Um, I I just want to get this question out of the way. Are you down with the swirl? <laughs> what? What? Are you down? Are you down with the swirl? The swirl. Do you like your chocolate and vanilla together? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> now I, I don't want to brag, but you will be making love to a nougat log if you do something. <laughs> um, and I uh, I I don't know about your fantasies, but uh. If we do it together, I want to roll you around in that sawdust you use to pick up the kids' puke. <laughs> and then make sweet, passionate, deep, sweaty love. You know, I hate to um, break it to you, but we don't use that anymore. <laughs> well, don't ruin my fantasy, baby. Don't hurt me. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go on. But one minute. Uh, what do you? What exactly are you wearing right now? I have a picture of a heritage not hate T-shirt. Oh, come on. No, but I like that. I I like the you know bang the white out of bitches. <laughs> you ain't never even. Ha All right. What? You're about to get disqualified. I love her though. <laughs> I I I want I want to take the racist out of her. Oh, you don't even I'm know not she's racist. not racist. I'm That's crazy. That's the, <laughs> white, but racist. that doesn't mean that they're all racist. Well, kind of All right, you're out. I'll make her black. Okay, <laughs> that's it. You're out. You're disqualified. All right. All right, Dubs, I know they need to get home. Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. We can't take a commercial break? If we could have them pick now. All right, let's go ahead and take Let's, uh... All right, let me recap for you. Uh, yeah, do show the wrong. I'm just curious, uh, Mrs. Doves, on looks alone, who did you like the best? All right, here we go. Here's what we'll do. We'll go looks and then your overall pick. All right, now I'll remind you who uh, who it was. Misfit Matt was the first young kid. Mm -hmm. Not Hefe was the uh, obese Latin guy. <laughs> Jimmy Um Jam was the next uh, little dude. 
And then uh, Lester Creepy Big Hands uh, was up after. So looks alone, who would you have chosen out of those uh, four? Oh, they were also good looking. I don't know. Oh, look no, at that. Pick one. Just pick one. Um, geez, I don't know. I can't, it's hard. That just hard. just pick one. Two. Her, number two? two. Not Hefe, the obese Mexican. Nice. What? So she's not I racist. Who. Yeah. All right. Finally, out of all of them, taking into account looks, personality, the the flow of the conversation. <laughs> Is that what those were? Uh huh. Who would you pick to go out on a date with? Lester. <gasps> Lester Hands! <laughs> Lester Big Hands won! Congrats! Listen to him screaming back there. That's awesome. Come in real fast, Lester. Come on in, Lester. Congratulations, Lester. All right. Thank you very much. Now, uh. They call me Daniel. Uh, yeah, that's actually, that's, that's actually what I wanted to happen. Uh, Ditto Dubs, just say, hey, uh, nice to meet you, new daddy. Come on. Ditto Dubs, turn your mic on and. No, I'm good. I'm not kidding. No. Why? Go, go give him a hug and sit yeah. on his lap. I wouldn't touch my own dad. Oh, yeah, he wouldn't touch you. I don't blame you for that one. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. I've seen the pictures. Uh, <laughs> congratulations to all the hair ticks. Thank you very much to Mama Dubs and Ditto Dubs for coming for in. Remember, Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> it's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. So we just did the speed dating with Dubs' and mom. And never have I been so ashamed of... Uh, of the show. <laughs> to begin with, I, let me start with the disappointments. Jimmy Jam. I hope you were running a gimmick because if that's the way that you talk to chicks, I've never heard some um, um and ah in like that before in my life. There was just so much. Please tell me it was a gimmick. Uh... Alright, obviously it wasn't. That's the way he is in real life. And that's what is scary. Now, uh, here's the thing about Dubs' mom. She's gone now. I'd hit it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I would. I'd put it in the back. Is she back there? <laughs> I, I'm not. Hey, J-Dubs! Welcome back! Alright, there's J-Dubs. Back in the room. Ooh. You guys talking about me? No, your mom and what we do to her. Yeah. Hmm? I just want one breast. And then just the things that I could do with what? one of her breasts. All right, Dubs, I was just talking about the disappointment that I had. Why? And uh, just in the uh, in the heretics, specifically Jimmy Jam, who to me, Jimmy Jam was just shameful. Uh, he was trying. Did you have high expectations from him? I thought, honestly, I thought Jimmy Jam could spit some game. And I, I, was, I, I was really, he came in here with the pimp walk. And that's as far as it went. And that was it. Well, you should have just walked around her for two minutes. Yeah, then yeah, literally her. like a shark. <laughs> now there was that disappointment, Misfit Matt. It was like you had a hanger in your throat, just scraping around in the third trimester. What was that? Uh, I'm, a be- you- I'm a beaten man. Uh, yeah, because I know you had broke up, and it was really a bad, bad breakup. But what? What? I, it was. You did, you couldn't even talk. Uh, I'm only really actually charming when I'm drunk. So uh, <laughs> is that the problem? You yeah. didn't have the usual seven Jaeger bombs mm, in no. you. It, it, if I'm not drunk, I'm just a stuttering idiot. So. <laughs> I know, but I do have to give it for you for uh, for stepping up. You could be just as bad when you're drunk. It's just you're drunk, so you don't realize you're bad. No, the stuttering goes away. No, when he's drunk, he's talking about blowing out the knees of other heretics. <laughs> 
who? <laughs> As he looks around, I wonder who that was. <laughs> uh, not Hefe. What? <sighs> yeah. Really disappointing. Really what? and annoying. And uh, just everything that's you. Um, <laughs> you know... You you actually you did you did somewhat of a decent. I would figure that you would probably come in second. I didn't think you did too bad. To be perfectly honest, and you dressed up for the occasion too, which I, I did. think helps. I, I and just for the record, I was the one that went all the way with her. What? Uh, I, I mean, like I, I asked oh, her. Oh, trust me, there've been plenty of guys that've gone. All <laughs> hey. the way. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I'm saw, still in here. You saw the way she was dressed. Uh, hmm? Sorry. Um, yeah, because you asked her what she was doing after the show. Exactly, and, you know, I have VIP to Antigua tonight, so, you know. All right, this is a question from Matt Howard to Misfit Matt. He was wondering if Beaten Man refers to the time he's listening to Social Distortion in an angry batching session. <laughs> is that what it is? Maybe. All right. Are you just punching yourself in the face and the crotch? Oh. Um, slap happy. Yeah, slap happy. All right, let's go over to... The winner. The winner. Let's get it for the left. Thank you, thank you. And this could be you, ladies. Um, <laughs> now, at the end, you just started making statements. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of really having a conversation, you started professing your love for our uh, caveman producer. You uh, wanted to blow bubbles on her. It or, was the shock and awe technique. It, just not even giving her a chance just to not respond. Even because, see, I, I kind of overwhelmed them with my sheer girth. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. Now. I don't even want. I don't, all right, Matt Albert says she picked Lester, then in quotes he put in lover. So I, I guess he's talking about your mom. I don't know what that means. I've never even heard. I've never even heard of that term before. How deep is Matt Albert's navel? <laughs> you know. You know. I think you. Could, if you go far enough in there, you find China. <laughs> yeah, there it is on the other end. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Well, Dubs, it's good to have uh, the hardcore heretics here. Now, I do want to bring something up, and maybe we should do it now. And should we allow Misfit Matt to bring it up? Last Friday, when we were over at the bar, <laughs> I we, we alluded to it earlier. <laughs> Uh, by the way, great food up here, guys. Thank you very much for bringing up the Thanksgiving food. We got everything, fried chicken, uh, tacos, everything your brother hates. Um, so so we uh, there's, a, there's like a division going on between the hideout and the heretics where, and Misfit Matt brought it up Friday when we were out at the bar. And it was, it was odd because it was funny to me, and it was also very complimentary to me, and it just goes to show how much... These guys love the show. So what was the issue that you had, Misfit Matt? And I know you had a couple of drinks in you, and you're ready to beat people up. You were loosened up a little bit. But uh, but what was that? Well, uh, obviously it was such a big group that we all kind of clicked off into little groups. But with Lester, Jimmy Jam, SFG, Jono, Zeppelin, we all were really nice to each other from the very beginning, made each other feel comfortable and stuff like that. And there's other heretics who don't. Like any new heritage, it's not like we really try and push them out of the group. If someone comes up, we shake hands, hug, what all, <laughs> you know, be nice. But it, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe a little reach around, something like that. Just, you know, make you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. But, uh, then there's other ones who seem like they're too good for the group or, you know, sit off in their little section, don't say hi or anything like that. That's kind of crappy. All right, so now. Oh, uh, yeah, it's heretic hot. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. <laughs> 
I didn't get invited to his party. And just because that I'm not inviting him to mine. Um, so what should we do? Here's what I'm thinking we do between the heretics to prove who's the better heretic. Uh, rumble. We go downstairs. <laughs> we get some bats yeah. and some spikes. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna rumble. New school versus old school. <laughs> and by schools, we're literally talking a difference of three weeks. But <laughs> what do you what do you think, Dubs? I, I knew this was happening with the heretics. I could just tell. Really? Yeah, I could just tell with like a, a certain group of them were just you know together snickering, you know, at the other ones. Don't be racist. I'm trying not to be. Oh. I've been hanging out with the, I've been hanging out with the family all I week. I hear you. It, it rubs off very quickly. Um. All right. So what is the crew then? All right. So it's it's you, Jimmy Jam, Lester Big Hands, um, SFG, SFG, uh, Zeppelin. Zep is Zeppelin in the crew or is he out? Oh, I heard he was on the outs. Yeah, that was uh, Chick Fil A John and John Locke. So everyone else. <laughs> You're marked him in. Oh, is not Hefe in the group or no? He's an applicant right now. He, he can be. He just talks a little bit too much. So. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Someone else said it. Uh, all right. Let's take it. Look, here's the thing. Let's all be friends. And if you want to, you can push him downstairs later, and I'll turn my uh, my toe in my head. Now, why can't everyone be friends? What is yeah. it? Or is it you guys looking for a fight? Oh, uh, uh, look at this. Um, Everybody's shaking hands now, trying to... an olive branch. It's Thanksgiving. It's like the pilgrims. We're all here to be... Ah, uh, here's another. He really wants in the group. This is great. <laughs> that guy told me he's giving everyone stink bombs. Oh. oh. All right, we're going to take a break, Dubs. Come I'm next. We're all going out to the bar afterwards. Is that yeah. what we're doing? Everyone but Dubs. You know why? Dubs doesn't want in your little group. I want in your group. He I called, just can't be there this week. I'm he sorry. Called, he called you a bunch of homos. So? Said, get a life. That's why I like him. That's their allure. <laughs> We're going to take a break. Come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, I mean, it goes far past just the local stuff. If you go to the, uh, the, yeah, the, the cable ca- news networks, they are just as bad on a national level. The only one that really I would say is legit anymore is headline news. Yeah, headline news uh, it tends not to interview people and kind of give all these different spins on it. They just kind of give you what what stories out there. It's basically a you know that 30, 30 minutes and then we you know go through it again. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So um, apparently, and this was on uh, local six did this exclusive expose, an investigation that a uh, massage parlor in Longwood. The irony. Uh is being investigated after sex acts. And so Tommy has the tape. Uh, Play this one for us, Tommy. Call it visual irony. Young children at play. The word massage hovering in the background. A big sign with big letters (laughs) that the children probably can't even read. But right under their noses, something not so innocent may be going on. Right in the shadows of popular restaurants, stores, and even... Now that's... You know you know it sweeps time when you tie in the children. Oh yeah. And I think I would be doing the story if this was all true. That the kids can't even read massage. Yeah, that's you know, that, I think that's the bigger story. Yeah, because these children are like five and six. They should be able to read at this point. Somewhat. You know, and, at least uh the the sign that's across the street from where they play every day. And isn't massage spelled the same way as message? 
No. Or is it different? I think it's a difference there. That's the story. Yeah. Talk show host doesn't know how to spell. Even city offices. My dad gave me some money to go get a massage, and it's right down the road. Right in the middle of Longwood sits Longwood Massage and Spa, just like any other business in the community. Well, maybe not. You see, this guy, who we'll call Sam to protect his identity, went for his massage. But apparently, a massage was not enough. I don't know what made me ask. I just did. You asked for something extra. Right. <laughs> on your first... You know what made you? That massive thing going on underneath that towel. That's what makes you ask. And I love how he turns 19, so his dad says, hey, go get a massage. Of course you know what's going to happen. Your dad's been there a million times. Getting uh, handy because your mom won't do anything. First visit. And what did she say? Uh, the first visit, she told me hand for $60. Sam said Whoa, he went back only about... 60? That's expensive. Is it? Yeah, you can get a... Uh, use other parts of the body for 50 at most places. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you go to local6.com, you can actually see the chick, too, who allegedly is doing this. Hot? Uh, no. No? Uh, would they talk no. to her here in a second. Hands must be beautiful. Hand for $60. Sam says he went back about nine more times, and each time spent 60 bucks for a massage and 60 bucks extra. All right, for that, you fly to Vegas and get a high-end hooker. Yeah. If you're going to keep on doing that, you might as well get the whole shebang. It's extra for sex by hand. You were there ten times. Right. Did she ever question your age? No. He was 19 at the time, legal in age, but apparently illegal in act. I, I, like, I, I like that. Did she question your age? So he's trying to almost make it seem like it's a kid toucherish thing, or or, or one of those five year olds from across the street could walk over and look like with like one of those fake uh, uh, fake nose and uh, mustache things and saying he's some uh, some businessman. And you know the whole angle of that question too is uh, your 17 year old could be doing this with his allowance. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, he probably is. And if he isn't, he wished he could. And that, or he's uh, paying the fat girl in the corner of the lunchroom ten and throwing in an extra bag of Cheetos during uh, algebra class. And going for a fold. Apparently, because we didn't see it for ourselves until we sent in two local six staffers <laughs> for a regular one-hour massage session. All right, hold on. Let's pause it here. you got to hear what happens when they send in the staffers. And then, and then you got to hear when they confront the lady, too. So far in the video, we've heard of uh, the uh, the 19-year-old who went there 10 times, got started going on his birthday because his dad gave him some money. And I guess this is where Local 6 sends in a couple of producers. Now, uh, we need to start coming up with work like that for our producers. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're going to send you in to uh, get a handy. By the way, you see these everywhere. Oh, yeah. You know what's going on when it's, like, open light. Truckers welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, they, like, I, they, like, they're just tense, and that's why they want to, you know, get in there. No, I, they're they're deprived of uh, any kind of sexual contact. I see them, like, on 1792. I see them on, like, 436. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. And they're always next to the porn shop. Not always. Well, the, you, well, if you find one that is, you know you found a good one. Oh, yeah. All right, so this is where they send in the producers. 
unfortunately, because we didn't see it for ourselves until we sent in two local six staffers for a regular one-hour massage session. $65 apiece. Both guys had the identical experience. A body scrub followed by what they call an amateurish massage. A lot of attention to the buttocks. All right, and... <laughs> Loss of fingers. Why run down the lady? Yeah. She's trying. And she's just trying to make a couple extra bucks so she can put food on on the table for her family. Amateurish massage. Hey, she, her hands are tired from giving handies all day. Give her a break. Right. That and takes a lot of you. say the session ended when the woman attempted sex by hand. Not by request, just automatically. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's bull. When you don't even have to say anything. That's a freebie. That's to get you to come back later. Is that even really illegal then whenever you don't have, when you don't ask and they just do it? I think when uh, you're paying for a massage and that starts happening because you've already transferred money for body contact, something like that, it tends to fall into an illegal category. Oh, you sound like you've uh, been busted before. Mm. Well, I know, uh, I know the law. Staffers stopped the attempted sex acts immediately. Sam knows why he right. should have, too. Sex for sale is illegal. Prostitution. That's what it is. Do you see anything wrong with having this sort of sex for sale, supposedly, right in the middle I, of the I guess community? he's talking to the cops here at this point. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, no. two blocks down from the police station. Indeed, police headquarters sits only blocks away. <laughs> Would it surprise you to know that prostitution may be going on right under your nose, only blocks away? Uh, in this job, uh, nothing, nothing really surprises me. Reviewing the claims of the 19-year-old, Longwood police respond. Talking about prostitution. That's clearly prostitution. Plain and simple, yes. And the claims of our staffer. Is it really? I, I really have to wonder... If they're massaging your body, if they must massage all... another part of it, like there's one part where you can't touch for some reason. Why? Like even on a dude, you can massage like their chest, and even like the like pelvic area. But when you actually begin to to touch the twig and berries, for some reason that is the uh, the time where hey, there's something wrong going on here. No, it's all right. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. That drives me nuts. Why? Why do they want to stop this all the time? From it, This is literally something that's not hurting anybody. All right, Matt Albert says we got to isolate a lot of attention to the buttocks. That has to be a drop. <laughs> First. Either way, I think you can construe it as prostitution. Since our staffers did not ask for sex, the crime conducted by the masseuse could be lewd and lascivious behavior. We found that same masseuse when we returned looking for answers. Look at the video. Now look at her. I, and by the way, you can see a picture of this chick on Local6.com. <laughs> and um, hold on, let me, go, let me bring it up for you, Dubs. All right. Yeah, I need to see this. Uh, you really don't. Piece of work. But I want, you to, I want you to listen to the voice, and then I'll show you the picture. Okay. I heard that there's some prostitution and lewd and lascivious behavior going on here. I don't think so. With a massage therapist. You guys both had your penises touched. Yes. Yes. These guys here both had their penises touched by. All right. Now here's. Could you imagine someone dragging you in there and be like, "Did you touch his penis?" Admit to it. 
And then you're the guy standing there in shame of, yeah, she touched me. Or she wanted to touch me. And by the way, I thought that they didn't touch. Oh, no, they, they right when she put her hand on it. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, they said, no, hold on. I got I to gotta find this. Are you going to hawk a loogie first? Do no, something? You, you heard there's lotion. Ah. Uh, you during a massage. Well, They're identifying you, but why are you touching their genitals? I don't do that. Ultimately, <laughs> she says it's a case of we said, she said. <laughs> you know, this is not normal for me. Just, just see that I'm a little bit, you know, worried. Because I'd be worried too. These guys here both say that you attempted to give them a hand. No, I can say whatever I want about anyone because that's normal. Everyone can say anything about anyone. We have to take it very seriously. The the last thing we want is this type of activity uh, going on. Is this something that merits investigation? Why? Of course. Go ahead about it. Really, hold on. It really doesn't. There's so much more going on out there. You know exactly what is going on. Yeah, it's not like you have these girls out there uh, fiending crack for it. They're in a nice little uh, place with a table, I, running their hand across people. All right, come here. Is, come here and take a look at this chick. You ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, people are telling me on the instant messenger there's no way they let her touch them. It's Granny Handy. Yeah. I don't even know what the hell's going on. Without a doubt. In fact, Longwood police and other authorities have shut down at least one other massage parlor in town a couple of years ago for similar activity. The police would like to hear from you, even anonymously, if you witnessed prostitution or lewd behavior at the business we investigated. Now, state records show that a woman named Susan Herman is connected to this business, and we put in a call to her, but we have not heard back. In fact, we've put Gee, in three calls. Jackie. All right. So there it is. That's the big news on Local 6, that people are uh, getting happy endings. And it's like, that's like... The oldest story ever. These rubbing tugs have been around since the beginning of time. Let them live. Furniture boy in Delaney here in the hideout. What's up, man? Hey, that, that's like the lamest story I ever heard. Number one, the room looked like a, a hotel room mm-hmm. with a regular bed that they're getting massaged on. Nothing even like a massage parlor. Right. Uh, the lady was ugly as can be. Mm-hmm. And the amount of rear-end massaging that I just saw on the news, <laughs> I think that should have been illegal, not not what was going on, because how can you massage that much of the rear end that you're almost in this sphinx, and then you, you, don't, you don't even, and then to turn them around, it's illegal. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. An you... anal massage is okay. Right. Exactly. Is it? I'm going to ask for that next time. Hey, can you do the, uh, the bung? Isolate that, please. Go ahead and get it. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Damn, got bunk fun. This, this, this lady with that hand is scary. <laughs> oh, imagine the, the where that hand's been over and over again, and that nineteen year old kid was loving it. Yeah, ten times <laughs> he's been there. Oh my god! <laughs> Have you ever been to one of these? 
Be honest. I've never actually been to a rub and tug. No, I have many friends who've done it. Uh, and they always said that they can do it better themselves. So yeah, it, Really, when it comes to that act, yeah. you're always better than anyone else who could do it. Mm-hmm. You know it. In fact, a lot of guys like it when they're with a chick for her to do it. But no, again, like you want her to be in the room and maybe touching you, but you're probably better off doing that than her. The only reason you like her to do it is so you feel like a professional and you're watching amateur work. You know, you're like, hey, she's learning. You know, I, I, I can admire uh, a newbie. And then you teach them what to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is kind of fun. Kevin, you're next up in the hideout. What you got to do? Kevin. Hey, man. Yeah, hey. I want to know why it is that if you go into one of these places and get a, and, and they, they go down and touch you, it, why is it not rape for a man? But if you're a man giving the massage and you That's touch true. them, it's rape for a woman. Yeah, because I guess technically it wasn't asked for. I guess you could say it was some sort of sexual battery. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And trust me, if that was a guy giving massages, doing that to girls, they would be throwing that out there all the time. Phil in Orlando, in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Phil? How you doing, man? All right, dope. Hey, I want to ask you something. Uh, I heard it's illegal to even ask for it. Is that true? All right, can you ask, can you even mention no. the, mention the phrase happy ending when you're in there? Uh, is it like is it like whenever you're at the airport and you can't make jokes? There... I think when you do that, you run the risk of trying to solicit prostitution. So you can't even mention happy ending? Mm-mm. What if you say uh, it's reverse day and you say sad start? <laughs> hey, how about one of those sad starts? From what uh, the look of that masseuse, it looks like it's sad all the way through. Oh, my God. It's I don't even know how you... Like, I would think you would lose it. <laughs> oh, you close your eyes. You tell her, keep on pumping that lotion. I'm so glad you said lotion. <laughs> Did you remember, maybe they have, like, videos on. Why is this illegal? I really want to know why it's illegal. What? It almost seems sexist. Like, women can't make money. If they want to do that, they should be able to. As a feminist, I'm saying. It just doesn't... As a pervert, I'm saying they should. Allow it. America is based on money and sex. How is this illegal? I would like to hear someone, you know, because I, I really can't come up with an argument of why it should be illegal, but uh, I mean illegal. So I don't know, you know, maybe someone out there has experienced something with it or something like that where they, they've seen some of the bad sides of prostitution. Right. All I've seen is the good side. I'll be open-minded. You're right. Why should, why should we keep it illegal? It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Kenny Burke. Yeah, I'm it glad. tasted delicious. What does I, it get me? And actually, I I enjoyed mine so much. It was a little rich for me, so I gave you the other half of mine. Yeah. I'll be in mine. So I licked it, but whatever. Please, <laughs> if, if we had germs that we weren't going to get from each other, uh, we would have gotten them by now. Hey, did you see uh, Winona Judd on Oprah? Yeah, I took my penis off. Put it in my top drawer and watch Winona Judd on Oprah. Well, I happen to be skipping through the channels. And it was actually, you're going to love this. Yeah? Uh, I was rolling tape. And apparently, hold on, she's got this whole thing where I guess she's had weight issues. And she's got to be tough. It's got to be tough for her when Ashley Judd. 
Mm-hmm. Is Ashley Judge her daughter or her sister? I think it's her daughter. I think it's her daughter, yeah. Has to be. And the daughter's just hot, mm-hmm. gorgeous. I think Naomi is her uh, sister. Okay. So, apparently, she's written a, lo- a love letter to food. And I guess it's in her new book, Coming Home to Myself. And she and she read the love letter on Oprah. So it's in her new book. She writes a love letter to food because she's trying to lose weight or she uh, is admitting she has a problem with food. Well, listen to it. Okay. I've loved you for 40 years. You've been the one true and constant friend in my life. I couldn't have made it this far if not for you. You soothe me and you love me unconditionally. You fill me up. When I feel hurt, angry, lonely, tired, or stressed, you are the perfect ending to a crappy day. Food is love. To eat is to live. When I feel fat, ugly, and unwanted, you remind me of what I am, not what I am not. Thank you for helping me survive the pain you saved my life. And then the next step is to say, see ya. (laughs) Right? It's like a lover. (laughs) So... That's a love for food. Yeah, when you uh, find it, you know, pertinent to write a letter to it, telling something that you can't write a letter to, how much you love it. Right. 407-916-1041, Is that crazy? I find that a little insane to even have that thought go through your head. Yeah, that's wacky, Nunu. What, to love food? No, to write a love letter to it. To be... That far into it, even as a goof, to write a love letter to food seems insane to me. Well, I think she's trying to let go of food, ha! but she wants to say to food first what it meant to her. See? When you say it, it just sounds completely nuts. Okay, Ashley is the sister. Naomi? Winona Judd is mother. I don't even know what that means, Putin. You write that, and I, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't help me. I play it. I think of that once again. We just have this in mind when you listen to this. I've loved you for 40 years. You've been the one true and constant friend in my life. I couldn't have made it this far if not for you. You soothe me, and you love me unconditionally. You <laughs> fill me up. When I feel hurt, angry, lonely, tired, or stressed, you are the perfect ending to a crappy day. Food is love. To eat is to live. When I feel fat, ugly, and unwanted, you remind me of what I am, not what I am not. Thank you for helping me survive the pain. You saved my life. And then the next step is to say, see ya. (laughs) Right? It's like a lover. Wow. Uh, You're right. I think (laughs) I did detach my penis and put it in a drawer to watch this. (laughs) You go! It turned into a turtle. Well, it is a turtle. It was actually... Well, actually came out the other end. <laughs> That's how far it went in when I saw it. All right, so Ashley and Winona are sisters. Naomi is the mother. Well, of course Winona then has that whole issue. When Ashley is her sister, and she's oh, one yeah. of the hottest piece of asses on earth. And uh, you put her next to her, and it's just disgusting. Now, have you ever felt that way about food? I've I love a lot of food. I love a lot of uh, different kinds of food. I don't know if I love food in general to that point. Yeah, there. Uh, and I would never write a love letter to anything that couldn't write one back. Kim, you're in the hideout and we're radio. What's up, Kim? 
Winona is Ashley's sister, and Naomi is the mom. Okay, all right. So that's what, that's what I just said. All right, thank you for the confirmation, Kim. Appreciate You're it. You're welcome. All right, bye-bye. Half-sister, actually. Half? Oh. Mm, that makes a lot of sense, son. Well, she is half of Winona, <laughs> technically. One and a half. I don't, what is this, Judd music? I don't need it. I know you're trying to produce, but I don't need music from the Judds. <laughs> I mean, the one time they do bring music behind us. It's the Judds. No thanks. Thank you, uh, That's a great song. <laughs> oh, no. Did they ever have any hits? Because, I mean, I know the name, but I couldn't. Yeah, I could never put a, put a song to them. Well, they're country stars. Well, list off some of the songs we have in there, Chunks. Um, to Be Loved By You. Is that an ode to pizza? <laughs> Is it over yet? Buffet? What? <laughs> Christmas me, dinner? Tell me why. I saw the light. Blue Christmas. Hmm. She is his only need. Uh-oh. I know where I'm going. I think it's the buffet table. Come some rainy day. Only love. Uh, no one else on earth. No one eats else on earth. Yeah, he eats as much as me. My God, we have so many Judd songs in this computer. My strongest I, what, weakness. What station's playing it? I don't know. It just says category country. It doesn't say what station it is. But we have like um, more Judd songs than anything in here. Like more more than Beatles songs. I, yeah. I'm sure at some point there was probably a country station in this building. I'm sure it had to be. Ooh, no one else on earth. TM Century version. Uh, Play that one. 407 No, don't. 407-916-1041, <laughs> Now, I will say this. I love food. I mean, I do love food. and it, Prove it. Put it down on written word. And it's a comfort. It, it, a lot of times for me, it's like comfort food when I'm having bad things go on, and I'll just eat to forget. Because when I, when I eat, I turn it into a little game, like a little bit of a puzzle. A game? Mm-hmm. Because whenever I am eating, I am always trying to get the last possible uh, best bite. Like whenever my like the best mm-hmm. bite has to be at the absolute last bite. That's oh. a little nuts too. No, 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 no! It's just the way of attacking food. You of don't course. attack food. Mm-hmm. Of it's already you do. it's already dead. Why would you attack it? It's been it's been murdered once. No reason to attack it. You sit there. Calmly eat it. Right, I'm not the only person who, whenever they sit down and eat a meal, look at it as if it's a puzzle so that they can get the best last bite possible. You know that's true. What? But tell them who that other person is. Who's the other person who uh, enjoys attacking food? Who is it? In a puzzle sort of way. Matt Albert. Oh, yeah. Oh. Wow. All right, that's not Matt enough. Albert, 500 pounds. Six foot five. And no internet connection that he can listen to the show. Black Virgin. What happened to it? I don't know. His connection gets so bad sometimes that he can't, like, look at any... I sent him to, uh, what was it, meatspin.com today? Yeah, because he's over 18 and he can go see meatspin.com. Because I knew he couldn't listen to the show last night, so I was like, hey, check this site out. It's so funny. And he said he got up to, like, 400 spins before he actually saw the actual picture. <laughs> and he's like, you got to send that to Hefe. And I'm like, yeah, we uh, talked about it on the show last night. And then he got really mad. He's like, why'd you send that to me? <laughs> um... So, yeah, but you've never felt that way about food before? You've never really... No, there's some foods I enjoy having more than others, but I don't think I've ever felt, all right, when I sit down and eat this meal, I'm going to cut a couple of the lean pieces off, put them to the side. I'll eat the nasty pieces first and end up with the really good ones. Yeah, that's weird. All right, Matt is online, and it's working for him tonight. RealRadio.fm listening online up in D.C., 
He says the tastiest bite has to be the last, or else what's the point of eating? Uh, to fill yourself up with food that's going to give you energy to go out and work, Matt Albert. To earn a living, Matt Albert. It all ends up the same place in the end anyway. Scott, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Scott? Hey, man, I couldn't agree with you more. There's nothing worse than sitting down with a nice Philly cheesesteak or something, getting to the last bite, and all it is is bread. you got to eat the edges first. got to eat around the outside of the steak first. got to eat around much. the edges of all the meals. So when you get to the last bite, it's the best bite. So you don't feel like you were let down. Ex- Dude, you hit it right on the... Now, how much do you weigh, Scott? Are you a big guy or no? Uh, about 265. How tall are you? Please oh, tell man. me you're about 6'8". Uh, no, I'm about 6 foot. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate it, buddy. I'm telling you, there's too much thought that goes in, into this now. But this I just is, want to eat. This is the way I escape. This is the way I'm getting out of this awful world that we live in. You know what? I, I forgot. Tommy kind of does that, too. Like, he'll get a Twix bar or something... And he'll eat all of the edges, like the chocolate part off the Twix bar, and leave like the uh, wafer and the caramel in the middle. He'll get, eat all the chocolate off of it first. It's but, two treats in one that way. So what's yours? Like the best bite combo or something? I, I don't really know. I don't have like a, it has to be at the beginning or the end. It's just I have to. It's, I do the same thing with uh, Hershey's bars and peanut butter, which is my new thing. Uh, before well, I go you dip to, Hershey's bars yeah, in before, peanut butter? Instead of just buying like peanut butter cup, I decided to do it myself for some reason. Do you reason. buy the Reese's peanut butter to uh, dip in? No, I just uh. use regular peanut butter. Hmm. And sometimes it's more fulfilling. Like, I don't get the right math combination because sometimes it's more satisfying than others. Like, I'm like, that wasn't a very good bite. I need less peanut butter. Yeah, I need I'm, more. I'm, I'm telling you, there's a whole thing here. Or, I'm not alone. Todd, you're in the hideout on Rogue Radio. What's up, Todd? I'm sure you aren't. Hey, t- hey how you doing? All right. Uh, you know, I just did use an analogy, just like that last guy said. Mm-hmm. You know, say you got a burger and some fries, and you look at that burger, and you eat the certain parts so that you know that that best bite is last. And then you're you're eating your fries, and you pull apart the fries that are that look like you know you want to eat them. You got to get them. Here's what I always do with the burger and fries. I always save two fries and the last little bit of the burger, and I put them together with each other so that I can eat them at the same time, and it's glorious. <laughs> Just yeah, the, only, the only thing that would be better than that is if you had a little bit of coleslaw to put on that last little bite. I don't know about coleslaw. Oh. Dubs is a big fan, though. Thank you, Todd. You guys are disgusting. Okay, I can't even begin to read what baloney flap says. <laughs> it's funny, though. It's... Baloney flap? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you can even read that. It's funny. That's something you read if you're on the 202. It's funny as hell, but I can't even begin to say it. Number nine, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, number nine? What's up, Hefe? Yo. What's up, J-Lo? Yo. Listen, uh, it's <laughs> like whenever you're eating a bag of candy, mm-hmm. and uh, you always eat the crappy lime ones and the and the lemon ones first, and that way you have all the grape and the strawberry left afterwards. That's Why even true. eat the nasty ones? Just throw the nasty ones away well, if you don't like true. them. No, you spent the money. <laughs> if you've already bought it, I'm telling you, man. So you don't look at... Here's what... When I go out to eat with Dubs or whenever I eat with Dubs, he's obviously not thinking. He's like a dog mm-hmm. because he eats so fast, you probably don't even taste your food. How do I not taste my food? It goes across my tongue and down my throat it just barely, like everybody else's. It barely has uh It barely <laughs> that really could be isolated. That barely has any time to be there. Who cares? 
And you're like, and then you're pooping uh, 15 minutes later. You move that fast. That's great. I, I'm just moving to my enjoyment. Uh, what I enjoy is not attacking the food; it's attacking the toilet. Yeah, there's nothing better than a good deuce. Feel like a real man, like you accomplished something. What? Take a break. We'll come back. All right. Matt Albert says, if he makes a sandwich, he'll nibble the crusts off first, leaving a yummy circle of goodness. I do that. And I agree. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Everybody, it is Matthew Irvin, Matt Mateo, all that good stuff with C-Lane and Jack Napier back there. I've just been giving him all kinds of crap all night. We got one more prize to give away. Call up now. Caller number five, Bug Jack Napier back there. You get what we have left. What do we have left in there, guys? All right, we got a pair of tickets to see Robin Trower live at the House of Blues on Sunday, June 18th. For more information, call 407-943-BLUE. Call in number five, 407-916-1041, or star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Very nice, C-Lane. C-Lane's been learning a lot tonight, haven't you? Oh, yeah. I've been tra- training him hard. Sitting in the big chair tonight. We got one segment left. It's going to be uh, Captain Spaulding's drunken rambling call. Still coming up after this break. You're listening to the Hideout Mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, Catherine, I got you a latte on my way in. Is it low fat? Uh, no, I don't think so. How many times do I have to tell you low fat latte? Wow. That was really weak. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) barely hitching my phone is completely destroyed here try this it's the new naomi campbell signature cell phone hey this feels nice i mean good balance but not too heavy you know i could really do some damage with this it's guaranteed to draw blood why don't you give it a try the naomi campbell signature cell phone feature assistance brains in and look good doing it oh my name is jared and i had liver transplant my wish was to go to Dassler National Monument. We had a wonderful time, didn't we? I loved it. They had all different kinds of footprints from all different kinds of dinosaurs. I think there was a triceratops and something else that was really large. <sighs> oh, that's a Stegosaurus. His brain was the size of a golf ball. He couldn't figure out what was what. Guess how large a Brachiosaurus's heart is. It's larger than me. <laughs> there was a time when we didn't know if he'd even be able to travel. So, this, you know, we enjoy watching him do everything. Make-A-Wish is a nice place. There are lots of ways you can help make a child's wish come true. To find out how, visit wish.org. And share the power of a wish. My lucky day. Would it be crazy if you just stopped everything? packed your bags and left for a week, a month, a year. What if you left for two years? Would people think you'd lost your mind? What if you were going far away to help in a village on the edge of the Gobi Desert? A village crowded with Buddhist temples, not skyscrapers. A place where there isn't a word for recluse, but a thousand words for community. Would it be crazy to go 5,000 miles from home? To spend time with people the rest of the world only reads about. To build libraries and fill them with stories. Prepare a meal with food you helped grow. To teach children and learn a thing or two about yourself. Would that be crazy? Peace Corps. Life is calling. How far will you go? To find out more, call
call 1-800-424-8580 or visit PeaceCorps.gov. Salon Zion, the hair show experience, is a full-service salon complete with hair, nails, massage, and facials. Hi, I'm Lenny King of Salon Zion, where service is the experience, including a private shampoo sanctuary and color bar. Let us take you through the hair show experience from shampoo to finish. Our modern approach to taking care of you and all your beauty needs is our prime source of inspiration. Call for your appointment today, 407-331-5007. 407-331-5007. Salon Zion in beautiful, historic Longwood. Thon Thon, T-H-A-N-H, T-H-A-N-H. You know, I was driving down the street and I saw this unusual spelling. What is Thon Thon? So we just had to stop in. You've seen the sign. Now try the food. Anybody who tries Vietnamese food for the first time is absolutely surprised. And they love it. Thon Thon Vietnamese Restaurant, Colonial Drive, just west of Bumby, next to Thai House. Take it from me, Thon Thon is a great place to go for lunch or dinner. Anytime you're hungry, go try some noodles, go try some salads, go try some summer rolls or or grilled meats. It's delicious. Stocking up for John's graduation party? Hey, Hey, Mike, you bet I am. How about you? I definitely need more ice. Say, you're not allowing John and his buddies to drink, are you? No way. He knows it's illegal. Besides, he knows he can have a great party without it. I think he respects that. Tony, I respect that. No matter the occasion, it's never okay to host a teen drinking party. When it's time to celebrate, prevent, don't provide alcohol to minors. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Robert, you're in the hideout on Rover Radio. What's up, Robert? Well, a beaver <laughs> is like a leopard seal. Yes. This is the guy who we term Captain Spaulding. Captain Spaulding, what's up, buddy? Hey. How's it going? Hold on, I'm going to put you back on hold. Hold on, I'm going to put you back on hold and we're going to introduce you properly. Hold on, hold one on. second. Hold on. Captain Spaulding, you're in the hideout on Rover Radio. What's up, Captain Spaulding? Oh, great. Well, am I in the air? You're yes, the you air. are. You are on yeah. the air. See? Hello, Wait. Captain Spaulding. Christ proved that two had three letters, mm-hmm. so they obliged him and put a W in between. Or they just put another O in there. Well, two. He the point, didn't like he? I love it, you, too. You know what the W stood for? The limited two. What? Or I pick up chicks. I thought it was Wilbur. W O O D. Wilbert. That's why TWO2 has wood in the middle. When Christ proved that two had three letters, Are you having wood in they the middle? obliged him by putting a W. I prefer the, the NWO with Hulk Hogan. Huh? Don't you prefer the NWO? Who do you think? Hey, you want to hear my other one? Who do you think Christ would have pulled for? I like the BWO. The NWO or the BWO? NWO? Or GTO? I don't know. But, uh, BTO. see, Christ is important because they invented two sticks. Did Christ TCOB? You know, he's the Didn't proof. BYOB? Don't you like SBK? <laughs> I prefer well, SBK TV. They have one stick until BC. And then in AD, they had two sticks. What kind of sticks? You know how they used to. Did, the, did those sticks. Sing they Mr. Roboto. From their forehead down to their belly. After Christ, they went to forehead, to chest, to two Did Christ shoulders, build a hot rod? And then they put their hands together. See, in BC, they just went from the forehead to the stomach. 
You there? Yeah, we're listening. I'm trying to learn something. Isn't that dumb? It's dumb. It's you know crazy. what that is? What is it? That's the crud you think about your first time in jail. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you been in jail, Captain Spaulding? I'm not a captain. <laughs> Lieutenant Spaulding. Getting for impersonating an officer. How many times have I been in jail? Yes, sir, Captain Spaulding. Oh, man, too many. My first time, I spent four days. Oh, what'd you do? And then I got a permission note from Mom. <laughs> what'd you do in jail? Oh, my God. What'd you think about? Uh, it wasn't that you got a headache. You couldn't stop thinking. Were you thinking what's about... What's there to aggravate you the whole time? They never turned the light bulb off, and it's too high to jump up and hit. <laughs> Wow, so the whole time you're just thinking, I need to turn this light off. Well. You know what you could have done? And it would have helped. It would have made the light bulb go to. Light off. Listen, you know what they, you could have done? You could have grabbed that little spoon they give you for your meal and dug your eyes out. Just pop yeah, the eye bulbs out. That's your, eye, your eyeballs. Well, you know why I thought I was God when I was in jail? Why? Why is that, Captain Spaulding? I was staring at the ground, right, my nose right on the ground, mm -hmm. at the jail where the bars were, and uh, a piece of dust moved in front of my eyes. And uh -huh. I thought, gee, I'm God, I made that piece of dust move. And I tried to make it move back. No, you just sneezed. You know why I couldn't make it move back? Because you're not. Hey, are, are all of us I just dust in the wind? Because why? I think it was a flea. Oh, so it wasn't dust at all. Wow, yeah. you met the, uh, oh, the guitarist from uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers? Then an ant crawled inside and back out me. What part? Well, if you keep your mouth shut, there's only one place you can get in. <laughs> no, there are multiple places, but I think I know what you mean. Now, did anyone else enter there while you were in jail? Oh, there was a guy. I think <laughs> he was in the next cell. Mm -hmm. But, uh... Yeah. He well, told me, he said, hey, I've been through this. I know what it's all about. He said, i got to stay here the rest of my life. He said, Is he talking about you? Feel bad. You know what? I felt bad. Or did it feel good you know a little bit? I you were just ashamed. There? <laughs> How long? Four days. Hey, you know where it was? <laughs> the bad place? Country. Where? Cajun country. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Can you imagine lying with your back on a, a, a limestone floor, shell rock floor? Captain Spaulding, how old were you when this happened? Hey, listen, I'll tell you how I know where, where I was. Yeah. I'll give you the name of it in a, in a sentence I read in the book, and you tell me if you know where in Louisiana I was. New Orleans. They have parishes, not county. New Orleans. Here, I'll give you the sentence. New Orleans. It was in a Daniel Boone book. Someone asked Daniel Boone, New Orleans. have you ever been lost? He said, no, but I've been a might bewildered. Bewildered. Where's the jail at? It's in that sentence. Lost. No. Bewildered. No. I give up where? The town's name is Amit. A-M-I-T-E. Wow. 
Man. That wow. Was that was a trip. Day. That was deep, dude. Whoa. That's something. That's great. Hey, Captain Spaulding, what are you going to dream about tonight? I don't know. Sickness. I'm getting a will made out tomorrow. Yeah, what are you leaving? I give it to my wife. Wife? My wife. Now, what are you going to leave her? Your bicycles or your newspapers? I don't have anything to leave. It's a shirt on my back, I guess. <laughs> then why are you writing a will? Or are you writing well, too well? Because I got nothing better The guy you met in jail. How old's your husband? I want to live to be 104. How old are you now? You know why I want to live to be 104? Why is that? That's what my thermometer was when I was eight. I hope you lived in 202. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Good night, Captain Spaulding. Good night. Oh, that stuff. My grandparents used to live on Spaulding in Chicago. Oh, That's wow. a good basketball. That's why you're captain Spaulding. Yeah, they had that too. What, what's the other kind of Wilson. basketball? Spaulding and what else? Wilson. Rollins. Wilson. Yeah. Spaulding and Wilson. That's all they used to make. My grandfather's house and grandmother's house was on Spaulding right next to the synagogue. Mm-hmm. Did you talk and to Wilson as far as I know, on your side? I'm, well, hmm? anybody can be Jewish oh, if you want to. Yeah. I wasn't, you know, I went to a Catholic church when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll tell you, here's how I got to be Jewish. I was living in my log cabin, right? <laughs> yeah, of Noah's course. out there. Right. That goes without saying. It was about the time when the Martians shot me with the ray gun in the head. No. Anyway... <laughs> I walked cabin, the snow was there, and I thought, I'll be an atheist. I said, no, I'll be a convert, too. So Isn't that how you became atheist. one, Deuce Chill? But I'm just an no. atheist. Hmm. And don't Do you look down at them? No, not at all. And Captain Spaulding, we got to go. Good night, buddy. Any final, any final words? Uh, I had one. One more. Oh, yeah, Jolly Beans, man. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Spaulding. <laughs> That's going to do it for the Hideout Mixtapes tonight. All the shows will be back live tomorrow. Thank you to C-Lane for running the board tonight. No problem, buddy. Just looked over his shoulder the whole time. He ran the whole thing himself. All the music selections came from him, so we can blame him for that. Oh, this is the blame game here? This is the blame this game. This is the blame game. Thank you, Jack Napier, for um, well, just kind of being there, I guess. Uh, I didn't really know what you did all night, <laughs> but uh, hey, whatever. He doesn't even know how to work the mic button. It, it, red button. Red flashy button. I press it. Yay. Come on. All right. Uh, stay tuned tomorrow for the Monsters in the Morning, followed by the Shannon Burke Show, and then the Phillips File and the Hideout will be live tomorrow night. Don't be ashamed. Don't be. Ooh, damn! I effed that up. Horribly. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained there listening you to the Hideout on the Real Radio 104.1. There you go. All right, let's get out of here, guys. Uh, we'll, I guess I don't know when the hell I'll see y'all again. Uh, Best of the Monsters next Saturday morning. Tune in for that. I, re- I do that whole hoot nanny of a shindig. And stay tuned for Real Radio rerun right after this. There the you best go. of each show. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Take care. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Hey. Uh.
I like physical contact and phrases with men. The closet stars me, and when I get the chance, I gorge till it sickens me. I used to make long lists of guys I had crushes on. Show is the best, best punk show in the whole universe in the whole Central Florida area. 